Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, the Rick and Bubba Show. 26 years and still here. Six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, uh, the gang is all, we're almost all back now. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler is still away. He's at his home still, and he'll return here in another week or so. Stretch Armstrong, banging out a master's degree from Rick and Bubba University in Common Sense. Common Sense now is superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Look right there. Is it right there? Point. It's Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba show. As you said, Rick, uh, amazingly for 26 years. Thank you so much. All right, Brian Kilmeade coming up with us later in the program. Brian. Uh, we'll tell him about talking to the deuce on Rick and Bubba University this past weekend. Uh, also, don't forget to go to the contest button if you want to enter your mother and fix mama's mouth. Just follow the, the steps that are there. Uh, have you been following? I, I just looked up here on uh, on ABC, and they're claiming they're going to go one hundred and one with Joe Biden. Now, mm-hmm. here's here's this is the, the dilemma is he in the basement. That, well, this is, is the dilemma that the Democrats <laughs> find themselves in now. Are they honestly? If you were the Democrats, do you just let Trump deal with the pandemic, deal with all that's going on, and just tell Joe Biden? Look, you're in the high-risk category of people who could die from COVID-19, so we can certainly always play that card. Stay in the basement. Let's keep pretending there's technical trouble if anybody even attempts for us to go there. This way, nobody can get you on a clean feed and a clean mic and watch you ramble around and, 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 and convince everybody that you're in the early stages of dementia. So do you, do, are you better off to win the presidency? And I see them attempting this. To just tell Joe Biden, stay out of it. Let's try to get to November. Don't even let anybody hear from you anymore. And let, let's now get Obama to go out, and everybody really will think Obama's running again, even though it's really you. Uh, and let him yeah. speak on your behalf. Let him take on Trump. Let him do all that. And you just be quiet. Because I just can't believe that Joe Biden doesn't have act- – how can we – You know, we keep doing this all the time. How can we do our show with multiple people on location and get the sound and the quality that we were able to get and Joe Biden can't get it? I mean, did you did you see the last attempt? They had to go to his digital basement. When he uh, had I, I the, mean, uh, did, it was called a virtual. It. It. it was a virtual rally yeah. uh, for somewhere in Florida. You I think it was. See it. And he is supposed to walk in and open the uh, come in through the yard and open the door and walk in. And the video's locking up, and he can't hear. He goes, "Am I on? Am I on?" Yeah, it's I mean, a, it's, and it's, a, it's a mess. I mean, Put it this way: I, I don't even blame him for that. He, he, he look, you got to do better than that. But I'm starting to think we know he has access to it. Is they are they doing this on purpose? You know, because <laughs> no. they, they they do the thing. Well, Greg, we tried. You know, we we tried to get him on. It's just, we got some technical problem. Uh, and I really think Joe Biden's best chance to win is to never be heard from. Well, that was Hillary's too, remember? Oh, yeah. Her poll numbers went down every time she campaigned, so they tried to keep her walled off best they could. Well, you know why? But if you, you, familiar, you, your, your strategy yeah, – hey, I think Joe's worse as far as his stumbles now than yeah, Hillary it's, ever was. It's two different things because what happened with Hillary she is – She wasn't likable. Right. Now. We said yeah. every time you talk, people were reminded how repulsive you are. Right. Okay, so 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 please stop. And then over here, it is Joe Biden. Every time you talk, people are reminded again: you cannot possibly do this job. 
Yeah. Okay, it's just it's just your time has passed. It's right. not a political statement now. It's it's a mental physical problem now. Right. I mean, Joe Biden, it, 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 that window is closed. Well, I mean, after you serve the country fifty years, it's probably about time. Yeah. I, how, why do we continue to let these people hang around as long as we do? <laughs> you know, it, it is funny. The American people complain and complain and complain. But if a politician gets locked into your state, to your local government, and to the federal government, it's like we won't ever fire them. Yeah, no. yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. wants everybody else is fired, but they like their guy. Mm-hmm. And they just yeah. you just keep electing these same people over and over again while complaining that the government is never gets the job done. I mean, you wouldn't put up with that at your company, would you? I mean, no. if you, if somebody kept delivering a, a poor, you know, job, you would just say. You're out, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would so think. Are you served long? Y'all know we have the. Else. Y'all know we've been given the right by our founding fathers to fire them. <laughs> they're they're not kings. We don't have to do some overthrow or yeah. you know try to get some inside job on there. They, all we got to do is just vote against them. Yeah. Um, so really, every time we look around at the state of the government, it's on us. It's our fault. There's nobody to blame but us because we have the power to change it whenever we want to. Mm. Um, but uh, so yeah, when you look up and go, man, what about these people? You know what I say? We, that's who we elected. <laughs> That we were asked who we wanted, and most of us said them. Yeah, you know, as far as the way the college works and all that, the states. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but if I was in the Joe Biden camp, is it good or bad for Good Morning America to get a good feed and a clear microphone and interview him? Uh-huh. You, you, Rick, if you don't think the questions are not scripted out already, you're kidding yourself. You know, they, they, he's just going to read the script. Who is he going to pick for vice president? His wife. He's going to pick Bubba. Dr. Jill. I don't. I don't think you can do that though. No. What are they going to do about the state thing? <laughs> I'm just telling you. What has got you on well, this? Yeah, kick? I mean, I, I heard it in a podcast she, this weekend. She will be if she, if, <laughs> if she doesn't. If she's not VP, she'll be uh, the chief of staff. Well, yeah, he, he yeah. wants her close by. No, I agree well, with she's that. She's going to be close, and by. I even understand the logic. But what I'm saying is, somebody did I mean, bring up that you can't be both from the same state, and I, I oh, didn't. That know can that. be fixed. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. So, but it, oh, I'm in Delaware. Hey, I'm in Connecticut. Yeah. You know, you know that. Now, if you want to say this, which you're 100 percent right on, to elect Joe Biden is to elect his wife. Yeah, because yeah. because she she's she's the one running the show. You can see that easily. You know, every time they're together, he's got to have a handler now. You know, it, it's going to be very bizarre yeah. because it doesn't look even though we're having a lot of openings, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's going to work. Um, I don't think they're going to open up stadium events and all that for a while. You I think, what, it, I think it's going to be a slow. Yeah, I, I started yeah. to say. Because, you see what you know, your daddy I, Fauci saying? Well, you know, <laughs> the University of Alabama already have said we're going to, we're moving forward like we normally do, but we might have to change it along the way. And uh, yeah, Fauci is saying that, that football is the perfect setup for spreading the virus. So we're going to, we're going to see at one point, uh, Football versus the virus, and we're gonna to have to pick a side. The all-knowing, the the completely clean, the patent holding. You cannot question the great Fauci. Fauci is king of all diseases, and the Fauci says, if if if, if football season like were scheduled like it, today, it would be impossible to play football. Yeah. There is simply too much infection right now. Well, I would tell Fauci, ain't nobody trying to play football right now. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I know well, that's that. what the Fout said, but what's what's Saban said? Right, that's what's important. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Saban got more pull in this state than Fout. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, by the way, by the way, he does. Yeah. He's close, straight up. But uh, now, you know, again, 
you know, the XFL certainly, I guess, was going to try to play, but I mean, no one else has tried to play. Rick, it? Rick, it didn't take a virus to kill that. Okay. Guys, did you see? Did you see after it was over, they were about to declare bankruptcy. Anyone? Oh, no, sure. Yeah. Sure. They're Can looking I, for new owners. I I'm, saw it the other day. I'm going to say this. Well, for, who who uh, wants to buy that? I know. We we we, and I know it won't be. And people, this is this little thing, and I can't help it. It's just I'm you know still working on all the things, but. I have this statement that I'll make, and it was funny. I, I made this in a, in a meeting not long ago, and it was so funny to watch everybody who had been working with me for a while, and you all know it too. I'm going to say this for what I'm considering to be the last time, okay? <laughs> no way. Professional spring football, the business plan does not work. Rick, how do you know that? It's been tried over and over and over. So, how many official over. leagues have we had oh, that well, we can go? It's O. I can name. What? I can name five. I was going to say five plus five, yeah. easy five. Yeah. So, so maybe not, seven. You, you, so you can't say, "Well, have y'all tried it?" <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> We've tried it several times. Matter of fact, we had a couple of good runs at it. Okay, I mean, and it, and it doesn't work. Hey. It doesn't work. Can you imagine that bunch being in charge of the vaccine? Oh my goodness! Oh, boy. I just don't understand that mentality. I, I can't. I got to go back. I got to go back. Was it? Uh, it wasn't XFL. What was the other one? Uh, the one before it. The American USFL. No, the American, the American whatever it was. Oh, the AAF. Yeah, the AAF. They were. Broke. I forgot about it. They yeah. were broke after two weeks. I, I don't even know if we can and count sold that the whole thing to the highest bidder just to keep the doors open. What would right. y'all? What would y'all say? If y'all can't, two weeks? We can't count Who, that one. Rick. Rick. Okay. Surely, it's a multi, multi. Surely, somebody was in charge of finances smarter than me. You know what I That's mean? That's what my point is. Surely they were. I believe I could have beat that. You know what? Hey, let me tell you this. Yeah. I what think- would y'all think about me if already five plus times I walked in y'all's office and you said, Birds, what you going to do today? I said, again today, I'm going to try to run, take off running out here, and I'm going to run with no helmet on into that wall, and I think I'm going to be all right. Would you say, you remember what happened the other five times you did that? It knocked you out cold. You had to go to the hospital. And I said, no, this time it's going to work. So, but say, you, do you notice but you're, you're walking with a limp? How about this? Are you going to do it exactly the way you did it last time? Absolutely. Not changing anything. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> 21 minutes past the hour. There's the phone troll music. And lines are available, and you can get in here at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we're ready to talk to you. If you dial, you will get in. Let's go. A long distance, directly assistance, every quote, two on two. I say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. If you roll now, stretch will take them, then we'll line them up. We'll go rapid fire. 30 seconds a pop. The largest number of people in the shortest amount of time. We should move through those quickly. Uh, there's timeout. Helms has a timeout. And Bubba has a timeout. You may get that, but there's only two, so they're not like going to throw them around recklessly. Uh, so the odds are that uh, the timeout uh, is not something to be depended on. So go ahead and kind of get your thoughts together in a 30-second pop. The meaningless shout-out, shameless plugs, those will get instant buzzers because that's not what this segment is designed for. Picture yourself uh, watching the show or listening to it and think, think like this. If I were to hear myself, would I be informed, would I be entertained, or would I be annoyed? We start with Deborah, Gulf Shores, Alabama, Sunny 105. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, fun trolling, fun trolling. Deborah, go ahead. Yes. Um, we, you were just talking about Cuomo and how he didn't know, we didn't know what was going on with the COVID-19. If you look at the timeline on the CDC site, 
And when he ordered the people to be taken to the nursing homes and when he canceled the order, it doesn't add up. Um, the CDC came out very early with the um, warning about senior citizens. He sent them in March, and he just recently. Yeah, well, look, all that can be examined. Okay, so, but I, I just, I'm talking in very general terms uh, because they're going to try to say Trump should have done this, done that. Y'all, we didn't know. We just didn't know. We, I mean, you you tell you tell a U.S. president you're about to have two million people die. I mean, how are they supposed to react to it? Yeah. How, how, what do you do with that? We didn't know. We, we've all read about the Spanish flu. We knew that the pandemic Z was out there, ready to happen. Nobody nobody really knew what to do. Roger in Piedmont. Roger, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Roger. I better Roger. What do you think about it, guys? I'm, we're good. Tell it, Roger. Okay, let's go. Changing gears just a little bit, and I just wanted to ask Greg if he'd ever uh, delved into the uh, conspiracy about Paul McCartney dying in 1966. Um, I've heard that. And there was a whole as a, a cover-up, and uh, they had a replacement. It's, it's kind of cool. you know. It's uh, Yeah, I've heard it. Don't they like put a message on an album that says that Paul's dead or yeah, something yeah, backwards yeah. or something? You know, and the weird thing about the picture where he's supposed to be in the clothes yeah. you'd have a body in when they're walking across that street and – Remember all that? Yeah, I did. So who's this guy that? Yeah, that's I, been, come on. Whoever this I guy mean, is he, sticking around is really inherited. I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, he's played a few shows. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's even yeah. married somebody with a prosthetic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she got, took, and she took half. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah I, I, I think, uh-huh. he, I think you could have some fun with that conspiracy until the fact that Paul McCartney has been around a while after. Yeah. Or guys, it's one of the, I, this has been a fake. Pub- I, think the, I think the Elvis is still alive is a better one. I if do you just want a publicity stunt. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was. Because let me ask you this. Why would you die, hide it, and then tell everybody in a secret message exactly. on a record? That right. doesn't even make sense, right? <laughs> You're right. I know. Hidden messages have always kind of. We continue. Everybody loves a treasure map. Everybody yeah. does. But... Yeah. <laughs> but Greg, here's the thing that gets me about music. We're, we're upset. And now you remember this when the big craze went out. So we're worried about the secret messages. Why don't you just listen to the lyrics so yeah. we all can understand? They're bad enough. Listen to what they're telling you to do. They're not high. The ones in English, <laughs> right. forward, that you, I can hear. You can just yeah. hear it playing. Most of yeah. it is, is 100% debauchery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John in Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Go ahead, John. Hey guys, you know Mr. Wilburn's points are always touching, and you can always learn things from uh, older uh, relationships and everything. And one thing I've learned from Speedy's parents is I wish my wife would do a little bit of stare at talk. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you can see that one coming around the bend. Yeah. I was like, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it is. There it is. Uh-oh. Is Ryan Greenwood okay? Now I know he was put on the ventilator just from hearing that. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's all free. He told me he said at one point he couldn't breathe. At all. Oh, he's letting me know all about yeah. it. Dare to talk. We continue. Let's go to Teddy in the great state of Alabama. Teddy, go ahead. Thirty seconds. <laughs> hey, Greg. I just had a quick comment for you, buddy. I'm, I live out here in Dora. I'm just gonna let you know that tornado came through a couple weeks ago, but. Wesley's booby trap still open and we running, so we'll see y'all Friday night. <laughs> That's terrible. We're going to social distance. Gosh, right? when, when James Spann said that, boy, he just created a life with something. <laughs> you, go, you know them things you pick trash up with? The yeah. little, the little, you got to use that to put your dollar in there. Social distance. <laughs> Greg, Greg. Hey, James is still, he's still at home, isn't he? Looks I, like I think James just doesn't want to go back to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody's kind of liking it. Charlie, like not everybody has fun at work like us. Right. Charlie, go ahead. Hey, I was wondering if y'all had seen on ESPN the Slippery Stairs uh, show it was on this weekend. No. 
No, I, what what was it? Slippery yeah. stairs? Yeah, I, I, I don't slippery know. Slippery stairs. That that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. They was just taking people, random people off the street. They signed a waiver, and they had some stairs like 20, 30 foot tall. They looped them up, and it was a race to the top to ring the bell. And <laughs> I can't like to see it. <laughs> we're all we're all wanting a sport. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I, we all that, need that a sport. An Ocho sport. Greg, how about this? I started off. Yeah. Completely uninterested, uninterested in what this guy was talking yeah. about. Completely. I was like, <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, I hope this ends here in just a moment. 30 seconds couldn't come quick enough for me. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, yeah. it, it took oh, a yeah. turn, and I thought to myself, I'd probably take a look at that. <laughs> I would. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I've got a question to ask you all about something that came up yesterday, and I was just asking Greg about be it. Be careful he, with this. He doesn't know about you know it. Don't, don't, don't be throwing Greg, this all around. No, 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 no. Don't be throwing did you hear? Did you hear the question? Yes, but I, I think you need to be very careful with no, that. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I, Greg will say anything today. He yeah. has no filter, yeah, I so I would be bad. very careful. He didn't Did say you drop bad. your pill driving Greg, in? Greg doesn't, <laughs> Greg doesn't have a show enough good filter, right, but no. whatever one he has, he didn't bring. Gone. Yeah. Tyler yeah. in Alabama. Tyler, I mean, go it's, ahead. It's, it's the, the pit. hair. You think you're sharp. Well, it's the pit. By, the way, y- by the way, I want to tell both of you, so Bubba Greg. <laughs> Barbershops are open again. Greg, yeah, I yeah. don't want to rush into it. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm protesting. Nice. Okay, go. All right, Tyler, go ahead. Hey, guys. How's it going? Great. We saw about spring football being 0 and 5. It's kind of like the Cleveland Browns. They'll never have a chance. Well, well they're, hey, they're, they're, careful. Careful. Be careful. This is okay the year. Unless they move them to spring. They're right. going to play within the league. Hey. Right. They're going to have to change their uniform. Wait That's a minute. the only way they can break Wait out a minute. Wait just a minute. <laughs> Cleveland has not been good in a very long time. Okay. Yep. All the way back. They're to Ber- better. Bernie Kosar was the last time I remember them being good. The Hounds. So, what if we try spring league again and the Browns just leave the NFL and play in it? That's it. Well, and, they'll and, dominate. And maybe they try to win a spring league. Mm-hmm. We, we just move them. Yeah, but the, the league will still fold, right? No, of course be to play. Don't get me started on spring football. And, and, the, and I hate it because we've wasted, I think, a lot of good mascots and some good uniforms. I, I, yeah. Oh, I agree. I still, like I said, I still wear my Birmingham iron hat. I, like I do too. Hat. Ooh, but what iron. I've done now is I wear it because it, it has a B on it. So it's almost like I'm wearing something that says Burgess or whatever. Oh, okay. You know, good twist there. Remember we had you bought one from Leroy Jenkins, man. There you go. See? Remember, remember we had the GM here, and he was fired up, brought us all hats, and three weeks later they were out of business? Yes. Yeah, nice guy. Greg, yeah. remember, I know we've talked about it, when uh, when when young Broderick was giving full access to the entire stadium and access to all the food and everything, and, and his press credentials were Shades Mountain Baptist Church. <laughs> all right, all right. You knew it was over. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes Baby past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. All right, we make our way back. Don't forget MyPillow.com radio specials. When you go there, tote the promo code Bubba with you. And go there, and uh, there's all kinds of incredible deals uh, uh, using the promo code Bubba. Uh, best prices available anywhere, and it's on the Giza Dream Sheets. It's obviously, it's also on the uh, Premium My Pillow. It's also on the duvets, the mattress topper, the body pillows, even dog beds. All big savings right now at MyPillow.com with the promo code Bubba. But look for the link, Radio Specials. And you might want to pick up a copy of Mike Lindell's book. It's a fantastic uh, testimony, an incredible story from crack addict to CEO, 
Uh, and you'll get a $25 gift card to use any way you want to at MyPillow.com uh, with the purchase of the book. All those things are available at MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com right there under the sponsors button. All right, so, um, so <laughs> what are you – What's got you going over there, huh? Yeah, go on, Leroy. There he goes. Yeah, might as well go ahead and yeah. talk uh, about it. Oh, what were we talking about? Baseball? Yeah, we going could. We could. I mean, you uh, know, this this other thing you're talking about, and and that it finds its place back in 2005. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly we've been out of the loop with <laughs> yeah. it. Well, I, well, uh, I'll tell you why I'm out of the loop. I, 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 I'm not in that, you know. Yeah, well, well I know. But I, mean, it, I know we were near it one time, but we didn't participate in it. But it, you know? uh, you, I think now it has jumped that, that boundary and it's become, you know, a catchphrase. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, things will. Which I love yeah. a catchphrase. I love one. And, uh, yeah, I love it. And we, we've got some we've made up over the years. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Are you about to burn? Well, you yeah, need to. Because <laughs> Gray's going to blurt it out at some point, I'm and no one's going to know what yeah, is wait, going on. He's said it twice already. <laughs> I mean, so. it's, it's not a bad word, is it's it? It's not. No. That we know no, of. No. Well, I, I mean, just, it was a quick I, Google search. I will say this, Bubba. It. I will say this. What we're going to discuss is uh-huh. not negative. Okay. Right. It depends on how yeah. people well, take it. Yeah, well, There's intent. All right. I just want to say this, I, and I, I know coming from me, this sounds bizarre. Okay. Okay. Have you ever had that 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 that, that just sense? Okay. Then let's, that, yeah. that you've stepped into an area and everything looks safe. It looks fine, right. but something just doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? Okay. And you're like, it's I, like you're in a Friday the Thirteenth right. movie and the music's playing. Right. And you're yeah. like, get out of there. Right. You didn't know you'd crossed over to somebody else's property. It felt like you were on your own. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But you're yeah. like, man, look, what's that feeling? Something yeah. doesn't feel right. Well, then let's go forward. Yeah, yeah you're right. And, well, you, and, I, so, and, I, and I don't know enough about it to even make that call. I'm just well, telling you, that's just a can, sense. Can I just can I tell you what happened to me? Here it goes. Here it goes. I want y'all to know I don't know anything about this. This <laughs> has got him down. It's, it's not, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know anything well, about. Well, occasionally I have caught a video where somebody's doing something very bizarre, and and it appears they're screaming Leroy Jenkins when they do it. Yes. And I don't know, I didn't you know what know that meant. Okay, and then Hunter was showing me something about a video game yesterday, dealing with that, and I I, I got to laughing just because I, I thought it was funny, but I don't know what it means, and that's that even makes it more funny to me now. All right, let me see <laughs> if I have this right. Here we go. Let me see if I have this right. Mm-hmm. In Rick and Bubba lingo, we'll say things you know like Whaley Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll say things you know that all kinds of little names and phrases that right. mean certain things. Right. Yeah. Okay, and and you're saying that like Beaumont and all that, right? Yeah, yeah Beaumont's yeah. another one. Yeah, and you say that in this this community, and we think it's tied back to a video game. Right. Yeah, that that the the term say it again, <laughs> Leroy Jenkins, Leroy Jenkins means mm-hmm. to come in and mess everything up. Cur- yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, and Adler's going to help us a little bit. But Adler, help us out, please. <clears throat> Somebody help me. You're exactly right, Bubba. You're exactly right. Did y'all see that video that I was just playing there? I, yes. With yeah. No, the video I did. Game action. Yeah, yeah, did. Play okay. it again. All right. All right. So I can't believe y'all are talking about this. This is so weird. Uh, I was in college. Like I was a freshman in college when this happened. And um, evidently, I think it's World of Warcraft is the game. Yeah. Evidently, there's these super nerds. Tons of super nerds are sitting around talking about their game plan for what they're going to do. Uh, in this video game coming up. So that's what you're going to see right here. And so they were um, planning got, this strategy. And so this was a yes. video that was going to be shared with all over the world, right? I wouldn't no. play this because I don't know if their reactions are bad. I wouldn't play okay, it, okay. Uh, yeah. the audio. It's just the group's yeah, plan see, on, on yeah. how they're going to work everything out. That'll take us through this. But, but one guy yes. was and not now there. now that guy runs in. Yeah, that one guy runs in and he screams his name. Leroy Jenkins and everybody's like, "Oh, great! There he goes. He's messing up our whole plan." 
And the fact that this these all these nerds had their plan messed up is so it just that's why it became like viral or whatever. All these nerds are like, oh come on, I can't believe you did that. And so from here on out, people would scream Leroy Jenkins. And guys, if I could just make the comparison. It's our like our generation. Really, you can do it like bonsai. Y'all remember bonsai? <laughs> yeah, I remember it, but it oh, wasn't, yeah. wasn't part of my usual vocabulary. I never. I don't think I've ever said bonsai. I haven't screamed it. Now. I, I just said okay. it. I think for the but first time. But I get time. what okay. you're trying to Adler, say. Adler, yeah. For our generation, it would actually be Geronimo. Yes, yes. You're right. there you go. perfect. Yes, right. yes. but in, in in a large in, in a, a little bit of a twist, it is you're you're kind of screwing it up. You're kind of screwing things up. Uh, you're going in with reckless abandon. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it all happened because he wasn't part of the discussion, and then returned to the group, and then ran in messed and, up and their messed plan, and up. got a bunch of them killed in this video game that was supposed to be like the Super Bowl of of Warcraft, right? Yes, yes, and it's really funny to hear all these nerds' reaction. They're they're like, "Oh gosh, my 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 armor is never going to hold up to this kind of beating," you know that kind of. Thing. Mm. So let me get this right. <laughs> is that the voice? Bubba, <laughs> Bubba has brought to the show today yeah. something that started in two thousand five. Correct. And yeah, it, I don't it, know what it, it, beats de- it beats a death. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, that is true. <laughs> and this is—is is it still being used? Is it still a current term? I don't know. I honestly, I hadn't heard it in years and years and years, probably five or six years. But maybe it's gaining re. Maybe back. You know, that whole that whole Rickroll thing. The, what's his? You know, never gonna give you up. That keeps coming back and back and back. You know. Yeah, yeah. It. it I understand the concept. It, yeah. It's. It's in their circle. That we do it all the like, time. Like we do it here. You'll see here. a video clip pulling the dairy. I don't even remember what I you saw, know. but just as an example, it's some golf tournament. Pretty big deal, but not one that would be on a major network. And you'll see somebody run across the green while somebody's trying to putt, screaming Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> see, that's where that's where it slays you, doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> sure, does. <laughs> right. Okay. So, it, but it but it, it was it started in a video game. Team. He messed up a plan. Correct. Yeah. Messed, yeah. Messed, messed up, up a, a plan. Yeah. And it's kind of got a life of its own, I guess. Right, okay. And it still continues to this day, apparently. Apparently so. Yeah. It's the uh, first time I've ever heard it. Yeah, I know. I I hadn't either, but I'd heard it once or twice, and I was like, what are they saying? I don't understand what But this saying. is the same thing. Like, we, we had – there's multiple examples of that, Greg. Well, you, yeah. Matter of fact, you're the king of it. Oh, well, absolutely. Well, you, well, you'll take somebody's name, and their name is forever etched <laughs> oh, yeah. into that kind of behavior. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, pulling the dairy bear. Yeah. We talk yeah, about that. That's yeah. another one, Yeah. And I, I guess Leroy Jenkins is the character name for Ben Schultz, who is a, a gamer, yeah. I guess, or was I part of the group. Now you're getting a, uh, I don't know. That's yeah. just what that was his saying. little his I, little thing. I guess screen. I don't know yeah. well, because don't you? Because I recall being near this thing one time. So you create these new these these things that are you these other characters and you build them or something. Isn't it something like that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it, yes, isn't yes. it isn't it Dungeons and Dragons video game version? It, yes, yes. World of Warcraft is very detailed, and it takes a long time to get your character up to a good level. Uh, I had a roommate in college that played it. He would have to set like limits for himself because he would play it for twenty-two yeah. hours straight. For me, it's a very addictive. I've never played it. I've never played it. Never been into those kind of games. But it's a very addictive. Very, it can really suck you in big time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen that. The uh, so, all right, so watch out for Leroy Jenkins. All right, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> all right, uh, Joel. Never, never welcome even. to Rick and Bubba. Hey, how you doing? I'm a video game nerd here. Got a little insight on the whole Leroy Jenkins thing. Okay. 
It's actually the anniversary of when it happened, like 14 years ago, 15 years oh, ago. Wow. Yesterday. Okay. It was circulating a lot that on makes the internet. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, that, that makes sense. Okay. okay. Now, uh, now. Matthew in Birmingham. Rick Buster, how's it going this morning, guys? How good, you doing? Good, man. Yeah. Good, Leroy. Um, so, all right. So, so how this works is Leroy Jenkins. Imagine. Let, let's put it into football terms. Let's let's touch some ground here where we're used to it. Imagine you're at the semifinals here. You're at the playoffs, and you're in the huddle, and your center looks at you guys and says, "All right, I got this." Breaks huddle. Runs straight to the line and snaps the ball the whole time, just a holler. I mean, th- that's the situation we're looking at. So basically, you got the whole crew sitting here going, All right, here's the play, here's the plan, and just throws it out the door, and everybody's sitting here going, Brother, what are you doing? Mm. All right, Matthew, I'm going to have to ask you. I don't, I, Matthew. Y'all didn't get that idea. I did, yeah, but I'm going to have to ask you going forward. We are to never on this program from this day forward. <laughs> To compare World of Warcraft to football, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, that's that, a great that, point. I understand oh, your, I, I understand your analogy, and I got it. But it may, <laughs> it, it, it should never happen again. Uh, that we, I cannot equate a bunch of guys building characters on a video game to a guy that's gone through two a days. Okay, I just, I just can't. But, but, but I understand, I understand what you're saying, and I really had that already understood. Uh, but I just. Uh, you know, I understood where the name came from, but now we know it's the anniversary. That's why you were seeing things. Right, right. That's yeah. why. Yeah. That, See, that, we learn a lot. This show gets to the bottom of a lot of mysteries. It does. Yeah. It does. Some of them are meaningless mysteries, but we get to the bottom of <laughs> 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes. To the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, and thank you for being with us today. Uh, all right, so if, as you remember, right before the old pandemic hit, uh, back in early March, uh, we introduced uh, themanchurch.com, and this is uh, you know a hub for a discipleship strategy uh, for you to implement in your community or in your church. Uh, to, to, to reach men and disciple men. And then, of course, we had all kinds of, hey, we had gatherings, and then we had the Bible studies, and, of course, all the gatherings were wiped off the face of the earth. Well, one of the things that we were going to do is we were going to meet in person, uh, and a lot of you signed up, uh, different uh, ministers or lay people that work in men's ministry in your community or at your local church, and we were all going to get together, and we were going to show you how to implement this discipleship strategy and we were going to talk about it, and of course, those gatherings were canceled. So we've kind of kicked around. You know, do we do we we move the date? We move the date. We move the date. So finally, we've come to the conclusion, just like we kind of made an adjustment with uh, our curriculum uh, to uh, to kind of adapt to the pandemic. We're going to now have this. Here's the good and the bad. The bad news is we're not going to be able to meet in person anytime soon. Okay, but here's the good news. When we were going to meet in person uh, for you to see how this uh, discipleship strategy works, it was limited to about what? About 150 people is about, yeah. about all, all we could yeah. take. All right, and that and that was sold out, and that was yeah. great, and it didn't cost anything. But but now we're going to now open it up again and uh, for our webinar, but now we're not limited yep. to 100 and some people. Now we can be unlimited. As many people who want to be part of the webinar can uh, and it doesn't cost anything. All, all you have to do is register. So now 
if you're somebody that's got the Rick and Bubba show and you watch the Wednesday Bible study or whatever, and you're in Illinois, um, you know, California, somewhere, and you're like, well, I'd love to find out about this discipleship strategy, uh, but I couldn't come to Montgomery, Alabama, and and sit at a church and and be be taught it. Well, now, now you can look. Most of you, I think, can go to our website, themanchurch.com. But I know, you know, I'm a man. I understand it. We all like to say, I want to put my hands on it. I now, now, now show me how this works. Yeah. You know, show me how right. this works. And um, so you can do this. It is a webinar. It's being hosted by the Alabama Baptist, but don't that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't matter which denomination you're in or non-denominational. The denominations do not matter. Uh, nor does the curriculum. You know, it doesn't. It's not. It's not for just one denomination or anything like that. It's these are for people who desire to be followers of Jesus. Period. Yeah. So, go to our show notes today, rickandbubba.com, or you can go to events. At rickandbubba.com or burgessministries.com. We're also going to, you're going to see us putting links out on social media today. And all you do is click on the link that you see there and then fill out the information. Make sure you register. Yeah. Don't be one of these people that wait till the day before and think, well, I'll just jump in on that link and I'll join the party. Yeah, don't do that. It doesn't work like that. So you have to register. We have to have your information and then we send you a link and a login so that you can get in once the meeting starts on the 28th. And so uh, I'll be there telling you how to implement it. Andy Blanks will be there uh, from Iron Hill Press and themanchurch.com. Helmsy will be part of it, too. Helmsy's actually teaching it right now. Yeah. And, and you're teaching it in the form – I'm talking about the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're teaching it under the pandemic. Correct. Deal, which we had to adjust because the thing that we tried to do, and we've talked about this before, is men's ministry in most churches, just being transparent, and, and this is – it's just a fact – they're not very good, and and discipling men and reaching men for churches is either awkward. But we all know, as we say every Father's Day, how many more surveys we got to do, how many more things we got to read in the Bible to say really, if you would reach the man and disciple the man, you would solve a lot of problems. Yep. And there's a lot of talk about that, but then you really don't have any game plans other than maybe a, a gathering once a year. Okay. And I love gatherings because high challenge is great, just like Promise Keepers. Yeah, They said, hey, we put together some of the best worship services that men's ministry has ever known, and they did. And I know men that they were reached in those services, and their life was never the same. But they also, as we talked with them, we also have a lot of men that kind of vanished and fell away, and, and they said, and the reason why is we sent them back to the churches because we had the high challenge, but when they went back to the church, there was no high equipping. They, they weren't discipled, and they kind of faded away. Yeah. Uh, and so what we've done now is says, well, why don't we stop talking about a problem and at least offer a solution? And so what we have offered here is a never-ending cycle of high challenge but also followed with high equipping. Mm-hmm. And this is designed by men for men. Uh, and you don't find a lot of uh, curriculum for men's ministry, in all fairness to the churches. And I also want some of the churches to know, men's ministry doesn't cost as much. I understand that there is a cost with children's ministry, a tremendous amount of cost. There's a ton of cost with all these adult classes all across our church or community whatever. There's a tremendous cost to a youth department. And there's a, there's a, there's a lot of cost to women's ministry. I got all that. Yeah, It's not about, we're not saying is, well, you can't tell us we don't spend as much on men, so we're not talking about that. You're never going to spend as much on men because you don't have to right. as you do these other things. But are they a priority? Yeah. Because every Father's Day we talk about what a priority they should be. My question is, are they a priority? 
And sometimes you say, well, we don't have a game plan. Okay, well, here it is. Yeah. And, and the good news is, and of course I'm sure some of the people at Iron Hill Press don't want me to say this, but it's the truth for me. I have a day job. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm not dependent on this for a living. You see a lot of these publishers of curriculum, they don't do men's ministry because there's no money in it. And, and that's not an indictment. That's their vocation. they got to yeah. make decisions. It's a reality. Mm-hmm. It's a reality. Yeah. 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 So we've put together something that you know we had to invest some money in, and we invested our own money in it. And, um, and if it comes back, fine. If it doesn't. So you know, the, the strategy is free. There's no charge for that. Uh, now, and you don't even have to use our curriculum if you can come up with your own, but we are going to offer a curriculum, and we have it. And you're doing it right now, and what you're telling me is it's really working great. It is. It is. And I, I wasn't sure how the Zoom format would go or the virtual, whatever you use, because it is designed for men to get in a room together and watch a video and then go through the study guide together and just have awesome discussion. Well, what we're doing now, and because of the changes with the pandemic, everybody has the access to the video, so they watch it on their own time when they want to, and then we come together weekly at a set time, and again, I chose a specific time. You choose whatever time you want to, and you come together and discuss what you watched on the video, and you go through these study questions. There's a ton of challenge. I mean, it's it's it meaty is, stuff. It is, it's and, meaty. It's, and it and it doesn't matter where you're at in your relationship with Jesus. If you're a newbie or you're you're Rick Burgess level, it doesn't matter. You're all being challenged, and what I'm finding is I love the discussion. I wasn't sure how that would go too because everybody knows it's ever been in a small group. You got first week, nobody says a word. Yeah. And the guy that's <laughs> running it is doing all the talking. I found immediately that people, men, were wanting to discuss and get this stuff out there. It, it's been great. So if you want to learn how to do it, no charge, but you do need to register. And now anybody can register. Yeah. So we're going to go webinar. We're going to quit banging our head against the wall like spring pro football, (laughs) and we're going to go with a webinar. It's free, and we're going to do it on May the 28th. Is that right? Yes. What's the date? It's a Thursday. Thursday night. Is it the 28th? Yes. I think that's right. You're scaring me. Looking at me like that. Well, it's on there. Look at the link. The 28th is a Thursday night. It's the 28th, Thursday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Yeah, and that's Central Time. Correct. So, And it'll be live. It's a webinar, and uh, we'll show you exactly how to implement the strategy. And we'll also tell you how the curriculum works if you want to use that curriculum. If you got your own or something else, that's fine. But we'll discuss the whole game plan, and it's free, but you do need to register. The link is at rickandbubba.com under show notes and also on our upcoming events. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. They're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport Speedy, Calvin, Wilburn. Calvin, Speedy, Wilburn, Speedy, Calvin. Anyway, uh, Helmsy's here, the real Greg Burgess. How about uh, we got Adler at home, got his Rick and Bubba shirt on today just like he likes it. New daddy, Ruby Jane there with daddy and loving it. Stretch Armstrong came here as a mere intern. Can't believe what's happened to him. He got trapped in the pandemic. And uh, really, it's been trial by fire for that young man, and he's passed the test with flying colors. Uh, and welcome back to the Broadcast Plaza on mic number two. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Uh, Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for continuing to join us during the pandemic edition of Rick and Bubba. Sports, sports, we need sports. Uh, so what's going to happen? When will sports return? Of course, the Fouch has told all football people, <laughs> you, you, how about this? You're not going to do it. we got a rodeo. 
In California, 2,000 people came to it. They shut it, they shut it down again. <laughs> not going to let you have rodeos now. Basically told by the government people don't know how to act. Right. And uh, at that restaurant that had Mother's Day buffet, the health Colorado, department got them. Shut which, it down. Look, guys, it was, if you see the footage of that, it, it's crazy. That it was is. crazy. So uh, yeah, look, we've all said we want to open, but you got to be careful. You got to go about it orderly, and let's let's phase this in and be safe. There's a lot of people and, ain't buying that. <laughs> some people in California. Well, you remember the governor out there? He opened the beaches up because it was 90 degrees. Yeah, and everybody went, and they wasn't doing anything. They were piled on top of it. And then he come back and said, "Hey, can't follow the rules. I'm gonna shut it down." And now he's had this this uh, several of these uh, clips get yeah, out of the, the rodeo. Uh, yeah, and, yeah now he shut that down again. Yeah, he shut that down again. No, no, you know what they are? A bunch of Leroy Jenkins. Oh, pile of. How about this? Can I tell you what's funny? Did y'all see the meme that was hilarious? Speaking of this, so in our in our state, those of you in other states may not know, is that our governor is looks like somebody's sweet old grandmother. She does. Okay. And so the meme it has a southern yeah. accent. The meme that was put out when she finally said we're going to start, you know, we weren't going to open. We opened some, then we were going to open some more on the fifteenth, and then we've kind of moved up on that because there was some pressure about the arbitrary, you know, uh, implementation of all this. And so somebody sent a meme out after her last press, her last press conference <laughs> in this California government. We have a scouter pointing, and she said, "Now y'all free to go back, but stay where I can see you." <laughs> <laughs> Like when our grandmother used to take a swim and you were like, no, you I, boys don't go too far. Stay where I can see you. <laughs> well, Rick, uh, it was big news. It yep. looks like Major League Baseball yep, yep. owners have approved a plan that could start the coronavirus delayed season around the mm. 4th of July without fans. Spring, spring training could start early to mid-June, and the National League would use designated hitter uh, use a designated hitter during the 2020 season, according to multiple reports. Now, Rick, it's not going. It's going to look very strange. Well, yeah, it is compared to baseball we've had. And how does this mess up records and stuff? Does it? You know, oh, I know. When you look oh. at how many hits a guy had a season, and all, just well, every weird. stat would be messed up. They but said anyway. they said that the Marlins have had to make no adjustment. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. No. They've been social distancing forever <laughs> yeah. down there. Their crowd, yeah. their stadium is, is clear for play. It reminds us of the Braves when we yeah. were growing oh, up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Rick, they said each team would play an 82-game regular season with most teams playing games in their own divisions and interleague play not going past regional matchups. So, like, the AL East would only play the NL East. They're not going to go out west and play. They'll only play the, the ones close to them. The postseason would expand to 14 teams by doubling the number of wild cards in each league to four. Teams would have a choice of spring training in their own stadiums or use their usual venue in Florida or Arizona. So so to me, basically they're going to do the Korean League. And they're saying, according to AP, teams would prefer to play at their regular season ballparks but would not be opposed to to switching to spring training sites or neutral stadiums if medical and government approvals can uh, cannot be granted for their home park. So, in other words, if you play in a state that's, that's right. not opened up, right. they ha- they may have to move, uh, you know, the Cleveland Indians to to somewhere in Arizona or somewhere in wherever Florida. their spring training, yeah, where yeah. their spring training yeah. is. Yeah, and it looks like the Toronto Blue Jays might have to play at their spring training facility in Florida. But yep. that's got to – all this has to be approved by the players' union, but that's the – And the White House has to clear it, too. Yeah. I read it in the – Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> if, if if you're going to play with no fans, then the stadium now becomes irrelevant as long as you've got a good field. Yeah. Yeah. 
them. It's the same. I mean, a lot of this is what you said, Korean, what the Korean Baseball League's been doing. Mm-hmm. And it's been a good product of baseball, Shit. and and the only thing here's what we're going. But I'm so star for it; it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they say there's not going to be spring training games. You're just going to three weeks to get ready and play. So how many games are going to be sloppy? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care about that. Yeah. Who cares? Sloppy balls opposed to no balls. Bring yeah. on the yeah. sloppy. Bring yeah. it on um, exactly. So the other thing I was reading was the. <laughs> Stop. Um, the 30 to 50 player roster. So they don't have all these minor league teams they can draw from. So they're going to expand the rosters to about 30 players and have a taxi squad, practice squad of about 20 guys that they can bring on if they need. So, my so this is the opening. Play. Rick, this is the opening Tim Tebow needs right here. Here it is, Bubba. <laughs> this is well, now, y'all know what I heard. Oh, oh boy. I told you off air. <laughs> Greg Burgess. Where, where, where somebody scream Leroy, and I mean quick. Well, somebody <laughs> let his wife know, put it out where he can find it, that filter. He can't go off and leave it. Yeah. yeah. You know, Lisa needs to get his medicine refilled, and I mean today. Well, I thought it was a good idea that I heard. One of the things they are, and I don't know how this is going to turn out, and they hadn't made any decisions on this, but at, with Korean baseball, after 12 innings, they, they call it. It's a tie, whatever. So – and the reason is because it's shortened season. You're going to have weather delays at some point, so these games are going to stand up on top of each other, and you got to get them in sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, do you do you stop at twelve? Do you do you play double head? Do you just keep playing, and then the next day you go two day uh, two game double header with a mm-hmm. seven inning game? What if yeah. you get what if or, you, what if you get past nine innings? You go to one pitch per batter. Well, no, listen, yeah, you're, like you're, one pitch softball. But, but no, to your point, I mean, you talking about speeding her up. This is a discussion. When it gets to twelve innings, then we start with a man on second. Yeah, international. So rule. they may start doing some of that with this as well. Oh, this is going to be great. Well, I mean, we're one step away from dodgeball. You know, yeah, I know, I know. Here, here's the problem. But if you're going to have this thing that, that if anybody on the team. Gets COVID, you got to shut the whole league down. Uh, see, the Korean that, baseball league is doing that. If Even one if you person haven't gets played tested, that, they shut it not, down for three weeks. That's not necessary. Do the yeah. team or the whole league? The whole league. Well, the whole so league. we haven't that's, all been exposed. That's not that's, necessary. Yeah, we got two teams that are exposed. I wouldn't well, even shut down the whole. I'd keep the team playing. It's my. It's been my point. And to if people get it, I get rid of them. this. Somebody <laughs> call up somebody. Hey guys, like we're talking next man up. You talking about like you do the flu every year? Yeah, next man up. You're talking about a thousand people associated with this. Somebody's going to get it. Yeah, yeah of, course. of course. Yeah, They'll, somebody will have it week one. You can't right. shut the whole league. You're going to get all excited. They're going out there for warm ups, and somebody's going to say, "Hope." Got a pitcher in the bullpen. He's got it. We got to shut well, the whole league down. And I think that's what Major League Baseball is doing the game. by saying, "Hey, this is why we're going to expand these rosters between thirty and fifty versus a twenty-five game roster team roster. That way, we have somebody get sick, you get them out, you check everybody else. Well, and that's you what put you these do players because in. there's going to be people have that, that, that have no symptoms at all. Right? They don't run a fever. They don't do anything. Right? But they can still pass it. Then they might pass it to a person who acts like they're sick now. Yep. You know, and we're doing that anyway. I, I don't think you shut down the whole league. I wouldn't even shut a team down. No, not I, at all. I, I would say oh, no. isolate the person that's got it, mm-hmm. and then every time somebody shows up with it, isolate them too. And I, if 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 it is if it's is if that's needed, then we can't go anywhere. If yeah. you want to take, mean, it's a couple, not to that level. I mean, people, it's not to that level. If yeah. you want to take forty-eight hours and make sure you got everybody tested, yeah. make sure everybody's good, and get this guy that has it. Uh, his 14-day quarantine deal to come back, then that's fine. But don't shut the entire deal down for three weeks. Yeah. You just can't do that. And, and If I, you're going to do that, then don't start it back. I agree. Right. And, and one of the things they brought up that, that could be the, the hardest thing for the players' union to pass is that the teams propose that players only receive a percentage 
of the 2020 salaries depending on what Major League Baseball receives during the season once it's over. Work on percentage. And, and, yeah. and so they're, they're worried like if, well, how the players will, will react to that. The players well, union. Well, let me ask you this. If they don't play, do they get paid at all? No, no. So a percentage of what you were going to make is better than nothing, right? Yeah, I mean, you look directly. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. asking. Yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah, of course. No, I mean, a lot of these guys that are making question. the decisions, though, have millions in the bank and, and will say, right. we don't want to take this risk. Don't start this for, trend. for a percentage. Right. Okay. Your phone calls are next. Lines are available. Crank them up. We'll talk after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds past the hour. What am I saying? Thirty seconds of pop. Twenty minutes past the hour. Thirty seconds of pop on the old phone troll. A long distance, directly hey, assistance. Every cook two on two. I say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blue. Coming up this hour, Brian Kilmeade of Fox and Friends will be with us. If you want to hear Steve Ducey of Fox and Friends, he was our guest on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this past weekend. That is now out and available if you haven't watched it or listened to it. Uh, lines are available, so if you move on, you'll get in pretty quick. East Dublin, Georgia is where we'll get started. Joel is standing by. Joel, you got 30 seconds, buddy. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, y'all. I hope y'all had a good Mother's Day weekend. Look, y'all was talking about Leroy Jenkins. I got called that name a few years back by a youngin' on a job site. But my main thing was, have y'all ever heard the saying, drunk is Scooter Brown? Yeah, I've heard Cooter, Cooter Brown. Brown. I've never heard yeah. Scooter Brown, but <laughs> yeah. I, I've He's heard his Cooter. brother. But most people yeah. say Cooter. Yeah. yeah, I've heard Cooter. Never, okay. never Scooter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's just a good old saying. But y'all have a good day. Thank you, buddy. In all fairness, Scooter never had the drinking problem that his brother, that his brother Cooter had. <laughs> Was that guy drunk as Scooter Brown? I uh, mean, yeah. Uh, Don, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, uh, I just want to say I'm a contractor for uh, the coal mines, and uh, we've all been laid off for going on a month now, and uh, the company we work for is only paying us for the days we're scheduled, and they told us if we was uh, filed for unemployment, we'd be terminated, and we haven't got paid in three weeks. Could y'all give us any advice what to do? You know, I think that's a little out of our uh, probably our expertise there. I believe I don't know that uh, you, Bubba, and I, or any of the guys on the show, would be experts on coal miners versus their employers' uh, work uh, conditions. I, I don't know that we would. I have no. I, no, so, no, I, I didn't. I, he said they would get paid for the days they were scheduled, right? So I mean, they're not going to pay you for days you wasn't supposed to work, right? right? I mean, my father. How far right? out is the schedule? So yeah, right. And so are they pulling back on? But the, it, the fact if they're not paying you at all. Uh, I, I mean, what are you supposed to do? You know, and they say if you, according to him, now if you file unemployment, they'll fire you. Isn't that? Well, don't they have to? I mean, they have to pay something to. If somebody files for unemployment, the company has. They're not going to pay both. The company's not right. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on there. And then this. Um, with the PPP money, and I don't know what I'm talking about here, but but don't don't you have to keep your employees employed? If if you fire them or they file unemployment, you don't 
you, I think that isn't that a violation or something? Yeah, is that you, what they're saying? Yeah, if you if you fire people, the, the PPP money is so you can pay people. Correct. So you can't get the money and then keep it and fire somebody. Right. But if you the employees' hours, if, if the employees' yeah. hours are getting cut back and they're only getting paid for what they're scheduled, and that's a lot less than what they were bringing in, then then they might need to file unemployment, is what he's saying. But then the, he's saying the company will fire them if they do that. Right. Well, back to that point though. On the other end, a company's not going to pay you. And let you get unemployment because it's called unemployment, no. right? You know, well, I don't think he hadn't been paid. I don't think you weeks. can file yeah. for unemployment until you're unemployed. Well, he, right. he, he well, said he hadn't right. been paid because that would be a violation. I so, think you have to certify on there. Hey, I'm not employed. I think what what his right. they're saying is we're sorry about the conditions, right? right. But if right. you decide you don't want to work here anymore, these are the conditions, right? Then when you fire from unemployment, then you don't have a job here anymore because now you've said you're yeah. unemployed, right? Yeah, it's a tough deal. It is tough, and there's two sides of the coin, which is why. You know, I mean, both of you, you and your employer, are in a very bad situation right now because of this this situation, and we can't stay this way for examples like right. you just gave. Right, uh, uh, man, I tell you, you, but really, you need to contact someone. I'm sure you have some legal representation and all that. I would. Well, aren't, aren't would they unionized? Aren't they? Think, coal miners unionized? You would think. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, they they would have their own lawyers. Right. Yeah. So. Paul in Missouri, uh, they'll get they'll help you more than we can. I promise you. Paul in Missouri, go ahead. I wrote that. I was just wanting to know what Dickie Dad, I can't even say his name, uh, what he would say uh, to Dr. Fauci and him about closing out the season if we didn't have college football. What would he, how would he respond to them? Well, I'd like to say, who would you listen to, Dr. Kalowski, or are you going to listen to Nick, Nick Saban? Uh, Nick Saban's a winner. Kalowski ain't never won anything. Last time I checked, he ain't seen a patient in 20 years. Why are we listening to a doctor and ain't even seeing patients? At least Saban's coaching football. That's the one I'd listen to, the one that's actually doing a job. And, 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 and Kalowski is against, he's a Democrat, and he's anti-Trump. And this is all about his disdain, secretly, behind the scenes, of Trump. There's only one way to beat him, and that's destroy the economy. And that's what uh, Galowski's doing. And uh, we need to wise up all the matter and kick this thing off and play some football. He probably he probably plays World of Warcraft. Who do you think should be in charge of the pandemic? Nick Saban. <laughs> well, that's taking away from coaching, though, right? Well, not for no, because really? what he'd do, he'd, he'd wrap this thing up in such a, a timely manner. <laughs> We'd kick this thing off like normal. Saban would have this thing done in two weeks. <laughs> the economy would be back. It'd be flourishing. The disease would be gone. And uh, and and we'd be right back to where we were if you just put one Nick Saban in charge. Who would handle it better, the bear or Saban? Oh, stop that! Oh, we've got that question. Well, now, that brings some emotion. It's two different areas, but you can't argue that Paul Bear Bryant uh, is a legend, and probably Saban learned things from the bear, like all coaches do. And so I'd probably at that I'd probably fall back to the bear in a tight. <laughs> Tough though. Well, you know, any bring, Bama fan that picks anything over the Bears got an issue. <laughs> it, it does bring up a topic we're going to talk about a little later. If there is no football, is that the end of college sports? Because that's what funds it. It certainly will be, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a yes. Well, because you know what you asked me? Hey, Rick, is it the end of Rick and Bubba if all of our funds are cut off? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now look. We, we now no become, bats, no balls, no basketball, nothing. We now become a podcast and try to find somebody. Nobody finds it. We're just hanging out. Uh, let's go to Brett in Oxford. Brett, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, morning, gentlemen. Hey, hey. buddy. Hey, I think the unemployment um, has a lot to do with how the state views 
unemployed. I know a lot of people get unemployment for a plant shutdown, right. you know, and I think this would fall under the same basis of, uh, you know, being not, not working, not unemployed, that you don't have a job, but you're not at work at, right at the moment. Well, yeah, every state's different, and is. I'm sure yeah, that right, it varies right. inside each state from time to time. So who knows? But it sounds yeah. like what he was presenting, and I know he said he hadn't been paid in three weeks, and look, we don't know the details of this, and he, really what he was trying to do is get their grievance on the air, which is fine. I'm glad yeah, he I, did. Yeah, I understand. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it sounded like to me – if you're shut down and you're not working at all, then you sure. It sounds like to me they said we're going to reduce what you're being paid and we're only going to pay you for what we schedule, but you haven't been fired. We haven't shut down right. our mining operation. We've we've modified it. Well, and, and that, Look, I'm just shooting from the hip here, yeah, but based well, on what I mean, he said, if you modify it, then I'm not really out of work. I'm just not getting paid as much as I once right. was. And they say, so if you don't want to do what we're doing now to survive – and you say I'm out, but then go collect unemployment, yeah. but you don't work here anymore. Yeah. They've basically That's laid just out a guessing. decision yeah. for you to make for what's best for you and your family. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, and that's not an easy situation. No, but, not but at I, all. But, and I, don't, I wish he wasn't in that situation. But it's one thing to say my employer is being unfair. Right. And that may be the case because I don't know the right. details. But it's another thing to say my employer can't make – they can't survive. Yeah. And so they're, they're modifying everything for us to have some job and for them to stay in business. Because I, 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 you do know this. If you work for somebody, they're going to look after their well-being first. I mean, they are. Yeah. And and then and then if if they're going to if they say there's there's this much money in the pot, this is our company, and all some of us going to survive, some of us aren't. They're going to survive first, and that's their right because it's their company. They they yeah. they're the ones who did it. Yeah. Uh, they're your employer. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Thanks for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Relieffactor.com is uh, our website that you go to to get this incredible supplement. I've been taking it now for a while, and, um, man, it's really helped. And uh, I hope it can help you. I love getting these emails from all over the country, people who are trying it, and it's made a difference uh, with them. Uh, another great one here. This is from Tim. And he gets the show out of Pennsylvania. Uh, Payne and I had lived uh, together for three to four years, and now it has completely disappeared. I've literally been with chronic joint pain, and after some nagging by my wife, I finally decided to give Relief Factor a trial. A try. And two months of Relief Factor, my pain has totally vanished, and I had to share that with you guys. I'll be 62 in March, and I feel at least 10 years younger. It's great to be pain-free again. Thank you, Relief Factor. Look, we've been talking about this outstanding product for years now, and it's all natural. It's made from four botanicals. Uh, they all, on their own, do a good job with inflammation, but uh, they've now been they've been put together in a, in a super pack now. You take all four uh, twice a day for maintenance, three times a day if you've got something going on. You can do it every day. And, you know, the other pain management stuff is not designed 
for you to make that your lifestyle because they can have some negative side effects if they're used you know, beyond what is prescribed. Uh, and, of course, we know with some of the addictive properties of the opioids, they can be very dangerous if something has been prescribed to you. Uh, you have everything to gain, and the only thing you have to lose is pain. Uh, by going to relieffactor.com and getting a three-week trial pack for nineteen ninety-five, and then you you may have a, a similar email that you send us. Uh, if it doesn't work in three weeks, uh, you sh- if you're not seeing any relief in three weeks, then you've got a problem that Relief, relief Factor cannot help with. But um, over 70% of the people that do the three-week trial pack, they order more. Uh, so go to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com right there under the Sponsors button. Bubba, we do have a, a Trump update. We have a Trump I'm update. I'm very proud of myself. You can't always get what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some, ah, you might find deal or no deal. I don't wear it to pain. It's my hair. About Trump. Yeah, baby, about Trump. 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 Bubba, Donald Trump uh, is the first president uh, to just take on, in an aggressive way, the bias that is out there in the media. He's the first one to start pointing out they're giving you fake news. Of course, we keep saying if you are a journalist and you don't want the president to say that you're fake news, you can help that by stop putting out fake news, (laughs) Uh, especially when you get busted like we just had uh, with uh, Chuck Todd and the gang. That does not help. No. Uh, when when he can point an example and say, see right there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, Bubba, now, you know, the, the gotcha mob is out there. We're looking for anything to be deemed uh, to be racist. Uh, you know, if you can if you can make coronavirus, and you're right, I told you to watch out, it would be made racist. It has. We even had Cuomo refer to it as the un- European virus. No. No. Europe got, uh, you know, attacked. Infected by- from China. Yeah. No, the reason why the people in Italy – uh, had their issues in the rest of Europe is because the Chinese government they continue to let people from Wuhan travel into Italy. Yeah, hey, that's how it started. There was no wet market or mysterious lab in Europe. It was in China, so it's not a European virus. That's not where it came from. And, and how about this? So I guess we can be we can label Europeans. Right, if it's all about whatever we call it, that those people are deemed bad. So did Cuomo just say, "I don't want anybody to be upset with China. I just want them to be upset with Europe." I mean, what, what is xenophobe? He? I mean, what is huh? he? What is he? Some Come kind on, of man. xenophobe? But this one, of course, Bubba, uh, not- the president was asked a question. We have the audio, <laughs> and uh, this now you got to realize this is at the very well. It's at the end because he stopped the presser, but <laughs> sure. uh, but this is kind of at the end. He's been taking a ton of questions, and he goes to a CBS reporter. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, go ahead, please. said many times that the U.S. is doing far better than any other country when it comes to testing. Yes. Why does that matter? Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we're still seeing more cases every day? Well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. Now, watch, Sir, watch why are you saying that to me specifically? I'm telling you. I'm not saying it specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody that would ask a nasty question That's like that. That's not a nasty question. Please, classroom. go ahead. Why does it matter? Okay, uh, anybody else? Please, go ahead in the back, please. I have, to, I have two questions. No, it's okay. 
But we'll you go, pointed yeah. to me. I have two questions, Mr. Next, President. Next, please. But you did. You called on me. I did, and you didn't respond, and now I'm calling on <laughs> Sorry, I just the young lady in the back, please. I just wanted to let my colleague finish, okay. but can I ask you Ladies a Ladies and gentlemen, please? thank you very much. Appreciate but it. Thank you very much. <laughs> so now he walks off. <laughs> of course, now... Of course, now that's, that's the one that's from our state, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> is it really? that one in the mask you just saw yeah, is that's from Collins. That's from, a CNN reporter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. went to Alabama mm-hmm. from Prattville, I think. Yeah, well, she's a piece of work. Is she? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you well, they she, spar. She's constant. She, yeah. She delayed in asking her question, letting the other girl get her follow up in. It's and, like they're working together. And that was and Trump's like, why well, didn't you know? I called on you. No you question. Question. Move on. Bubba, we, it's it's soup Nazis, what it is. Bubba, we have a new name. <laughs> we have a new name. Are you ready for the new name for the media? The lamestream media. Yeah, ah, right. That's that's funny. Funny. That's he said lamestream. <laughs> that was that was his latest tweet. But let's go back to her question. What what did what did the girl really want? What was her question? What did she want the president to say? Why her, her the end of her question was why does this have to be a competition? Right. Well, what, what, that's not a press question. Mm-mm. That's an opinion question. Yeah. Do I, you do you have a testing question? Do you know about some numbers? I got people here can tell you that you know bringing that information. See that she's trying to lecture the president. Why do you have to have a competition? We got people hundred dimes. Mm-hmm. That ain't a press question. See, she ought not even be in there. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's and she's ridiculous. she's got a mask on, and of course she immediately you could tell she had to think a minute. Like, okay, he doesn't. Oh. Here's something good. Of course, she took her mask off, so which, and then put her by at risk, uh, and said, "You know, by the way, again, th- she takes her mask off and starts saying, why are you asking me that question?' And I thought we were supposed to keep the mask on, uh, yeah. but anyway, so she's trying to suggest that the president is racist and bigoted because he asked a woman who apparently must looks like she must have some Asian ancestry that somehow he only wanted to say that to her because she is Asian." Which right, that's what they're trying to imply. Yeah, look, right now she's yeah. talking in the mic with no mask on, mm-hmm. screaming at him. She's dropped the mask down. I thought yeah. we, I thought we couldn't do that. Yeah. That's not a nasty Please question. go ahead. Why does it matter? Okay. Uh, anybody else? Yeah. So so he, why does it matter? Yeah, and he's saying Collins, like we said, step back so that she could finish her question with CBS, and he's saying, all right, well, y'all working together here, mm-hmm. so I'm just moving on because you didn't step. You know up. what he? That's and, China. You know what he said? China. You know what he said China. then? No question for you. Yeah, you <laughs> that's yeah. right. Of course, yeah. Bernie Sanders. None for you. Move on. Bernie Sanders couldn't wait. He had to take to Twitter saying sure, that it was uh, that Trump's a coward who tears down others to make himself feel powerful. Okay. Now, well, Speedy, I said he's a coward who tears down others to make himself feel powerful. <laughs> That's right. That's how he says it. You talking about the way you do, Bernie, when you start talking about capitalists and free market people? And if you're not, if nobody wants to be a little commie like you, don't you tear us all down and say negative things about us? Last Rick, time- I've got free stuff. Hush. You get free stuff if you'll just hush right now. Free. You know what free is? It's free. No, it's free. Well, I mean, you asked a question, and he says what he keeps saying. He's trying to go back and say, look, this all started in China, period. I don't care what anybody else says. If you want to know why the world's infected and why we, uh, we're having to come China. back and tell you why we're having all this testing is because ask China. Ask China why we're in a global situation, and I want to report how our country's doing. You know why you report how your country's doing? So people don't say to you, the president, you're not doing anything. So what you do is you tell the, you, the people of your country what you're doing. Yeah. He, he leads with that about how we're leading in testing almost every press conference. I don't know why. I mean, why are you going to start now with all that? 
Why is this a competition? Why is this a competition? That's not a question for the president from the press corps. No. That sounds like something you ask your kid. You know what you do if you're a journalist? You know what you <laughs> yeah. do if you're a journalist? And, and like you said, not, not a child yeah. that's a, upset with somebody on the playground. You say, okay, look, President, let's talk about testing. What's the testing showing us? Mm-hmm. To help us to understand, because obviously we're, get, we're seeing more cases. Or how many you, tests do we have out there? Right. Yeah. How come? How come some people are unhappy with the test? Right. You, I mean, there's you a, if you want to, yeah. If you want to, there's fair questions you can ask. Can yeah. I tell you another thing? And somebody was it a competition? You go, you people die. The Vietnam War. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? But the uh, put your mask on. You know, somebody emailed me something I hadn't even thought about it. You know, everybody keeps asking, "Where is the Surgeon General?" I mean, once he did the. The, the mask thing and then changed his tune on that. We haven't heard from him again. Isn't he the one that's supposed to be updating us? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends. Brian, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks so much <laughs> for having me on. I appreciate it. I totally disagree with your soccer analysis. <laughs> I will push back 100%. And we might, I might have to break up with you. No, <laughs> I did that. What was funny, I saw Speedy talking to you on the yeah, phone. I'm exactly. like, hurry up, get him on I'm hold. I'm like, put him on hold. Put him on hold. I want him to hear this coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, how you been? Uh, it's uh, well, kind of locked down on Long Island, not in Manhattan. Um, you know, can't do any features, so I'm like sitting in this. I'm not complaining, believe it. I'm better than 99 percent of the people in the country, as are you guys, because we're able to work yep. and be part of this. But I sit in one room for six hours instead of the 15th floor, 21st floor. The first, you know, you're moving around, you constant, yeah. you're doing shoots. Now I go to this one small satellite studio. 15 minutes from my house and I'll sit for six hours and just do Fox and friends and the Brian Kilmeade radio show. And I can't really do anything for Fox nation or any other shoots. It's very strange, very strange time. Yeah, I know. It seemed like I started seeing you guys promoting Fox nation. I saw you on that. I'm like, Oh, this is Brian's going to love this. I mean, this is, this is his wheelhouse. He loves this. Now he gets to go with these locations and go to all these places and then shut down. Mm. Yeah, the thing is, too, and I think both of you admit I look a lot sexier out of a suit, so I get to wear jeans, <laughs> college shirts. I'm able to walk on Mount Vernon, Jefferson Island, in the middle of the Keys. I'm doing these great features. I smell great. I did 21 of them. It's called What Made America Great. It's something you would definitely click on. Uh, and I think the American people, most of our audiences, we share one thing in common, patriotism. And that's what I was doing, so I'm able to do that with the book. So I have Sam Houston, the Alamo Avengers. I have two-part. 45-minute look at Texas, the Texas Revolution, and who Sam Houston is to the people of Texas and, and Tennessee. So it's been unbelievable for me. I get to talk to these really bright people about the history of this country and actually go to the sites. And now, I'm like for tonight, for example, at 8 o'clock, I'm doing a virtual book tour. I'm not going anywhere, which is easier <laughs> on me and my family. I get it. But I'm going on Zoom, and I'm talking to would-be book buyers who can't go to bookstores, by the way, at least in New York, can't go to bookstores. No. And I'm going to see how that goes. Everything is different. That's all I got to yeah. tell you. I mean, it's just bizarre. I know. What would we be doing without Zoom? <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like... Well, you're talking about the right place at the right time. Yeah. I know. Well, it's really... And it's, we've done, we did our show, you know, when we had everybody split up, uh, and we still have one. 
uh, out on Zoom, so we always have somebody that's not here. So, and uh, you know, you guys probably could have done that, and you could have told Ducey to stay at home, and you could have gone to the studio, but I don't want to get anything started. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> All right, so it's in paperback. We interviewed you when it first came out, but now it's in paperback. And interesting, the times we're living in, the Sam Houston, Texas story really teaches us some stuff about what we're facing now. Uh, you how know, about this? Yeah, go ahead. How about how about how about um, the woman who owns a salon in Texas? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I got a I got a Republican governor, and yeah, I understand the pandemic, but all my workers are going broke. I can't pay my rent. All we want to do is work. I don't want to hand out. All I want to do is work. I have customers, so I'm opening up. Oh, there's a fine. I'm tearing it up. Um, you uh, apologize. I won't. I'd rather go to jail. That is the Texas attitude. And even though it's a salon, it's not a saloon, this is the same attitude that brought people to Texas. Give me freedom. Don't give me handouts. And I just thought, man, I'm looking back, but it's actually still there, that attitude. Yeah, you know, if you think about it, too, Houston and Dallas are starting to become an embarrassment. I think Sam Houston would be embarrassed at that city uh, because they're not acting like Texas. Mm -mm. I know. Uh, I'm seeing it in Austin, especially. Yeah. Um, you know, shelter in place. I'm I'm all into following orders, but this is too much. Yeah. This is this is the, you know the governor of Pennsylvania is called to say it was cowardly not to shelter in place. Really, we've done this for eight weeks. Yeah. They yeah. know they're in the middle of a farmland. There's no death and destruction <laughs> around them. <laughs> Don't don't tell them they can't go to a movie or or go to a restaurant or play tennis. But or a barn raising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a barn raising. Yeah. I mean, you're right. We can't take this vast country and look at the size of Texas. My goodness. And, and it's so varied in it and you, not only its geography, but uh, you know, the people and the, the really the culture in a lot of areas. You don't walk over and just flip the switch off on the entire country. And uh, and look, well, I, I understand. But we did our part. I we did our part. I understand why we started, yeah. but but we can't stay like this. Mm-mm. Well, what's it like by you? What's that? What what is like it here? like by you? Yeah. Well, we we oh, have no. uh, we we've had we were locked down for about five weeks on the show, but we're pretty much everything except major sporting events and concerts are back on now, even churches. Uh, if you maintain social distancing, there's no limit on church numbers. Um, you know, barber shops and all of that are about fifty percent, I think. So restaurants, yeah, they restaurants just are fifty percent. Just started this week. Yeah, but like like a lot of states, Birmingham is is our what you would call our hot spot. And of course, yeah. compared to you know some of the other big cities, it's not one. But in Alabama, you get away from Birmingham. Yeah, it's practically it's not, practically yeah. not an issue. A lot of and, our counties have had one, two, three, or zero deaths, yeah. and uh, so it's uh, it's very it's very concentrated around the metro area. But you talk about freedom; like our churches have been given the right to make their own decision now. But a lot of the churches are saying, due to our size, because some of them are enormous, uh, we're still going to wait to the middle of June. Yeah. But that was their decision. And, and that's you know. good if they get to make the choice, Brian, just not the government. Yeah. We can handle this. We're we're adults and we know that there's some danger out there, but we can't let it totally cripple us. It's a it's a situation we gotta manage. Thank you. Uh I just I and the polls show that we're in the minority. Mm-hmm. Most people feel we're rushing it. And, and if I'm the believer of the polls, I, I'm just st- astonished. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the look, the the 
our civilization cannot continue without people working and paying taxes because the government can't just continually print money to bail out of these things. I mean, you're you're talking about a terrible financial situation, and we've already pumped six trillion. I know, in probably a little more than that. Let's get everybody back to work and see how that works, and then we'll we'll make adjustments after that. I I think they're approaching that part right. Yeah. Uh, I just want to, you know, uh, it's just it's just like this uh, bad dream is where you can't go do anything and you can't yeah. be productive and you look at your things to do list and you can't punch out anything on it. Right. Um, and, and then you go, well, I can't go to Dick's Sporting Goods and get a fishing pole or sneakers, but I can go get a box of cereal yeah. in the same format. Can you put arrows on the ground, please? <laughs> you know, we get it. We get the mask. You want to do that? We'll do it. Let us but go. To me, yeah, let us go. And to me, it's laziness. Get the mayors to interact with the governors to decide what Main Street should be open and what Main Street shouldn't be open. And uh, I find this a little bit frustrating. It's going to be a very interesting next few weeks and, of course, a, a fantastic election. Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers, now available in paperback. Now more than ever, we've got to read about the history the of this country. Is still there. We got, I can't imagine Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers walking up right now. We interviewed Walter E. Williams, the, the great uh, uh, professor at George Mason University, and we asked him what would our founders and what would these people of, of American history say about us. And he said, I think they would ask, when did Americans become so timid? Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Brian, thanks for taking time, and I, thanks for always working us in. Sam Houston and the oh, Alamo yeah. Avengers available everywhere. Also, don't forget Brian Kilmeade's virtual book tour. Uh, we'll put, yeah, well, that's tonight. So we'll put that in show notes so you can you know, check out what Brian's talking about and learn more about the book. If you haven't already read it, if you're yeah. waiting on paperback, now's the time. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Appreciate thanks, you, buddy. Guys. See you, buddy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. We are a go. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Stretch Armstrong all here with us. Adler out of the home studio with Ruby Jane, his new daughter, and his lovely wife, Erin. And we welcome back for a brand new hour. Ladies and gentlemen, there's Bill Bubba Butcher. Rick, thank all of you for being here, and thank you for social distancing together with us. Bubba, we have, I'm talking about multiple news updates. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news. update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. Multiple news updates. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. Lori Laughlin, have you checked on Betty, Bubba? Lori Laughlin must prepare for trial of her life. Judges have refused to dismiss charges, according to one hold hold the phone legal expert. Uh oh, Rick. Maybe, maybe mm. as the pandemic was kicking off, we had fear was high. Maybe she should have plea bargained that. Yep, yep. It wouldn't yep. have made the headlines, and then she could have claimed that she had coronavirus and not gone to jail. Well, that would have been a quick out. We are finding out since we started releasing prisoners if they have coronavirus. Have you seen all of them I was about passing say, it around? Who's, who, yeah. I, let's say this again. Who would have thought government officials don't think things through? Well, if I'm in jail and I'm relatively healthy, uh, I'm not at high risk of this killing me. 
I think I'd rather have COVID and be out than to be in jail without it. So they're now starting to pass it among themselves so they can be released from jail. Who would have ever thought that would happen? And, Rick, we need room uh, getting, you know, moving a lot of these felons out and violent crime, uh, violent criminals, so we got room for hairdressers and restaurant owners. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I want to repeat to you and Greg again, barbershops are open. (laughs) Rick, we don't want to bum rush it. (laughs) Hey, good luck getting in there. We're going to let them work the kinks out. It's like the stones are in town. (laughs) Right. If anyone, We're going to put a bucket outside here. If you want to throw some combs in there, we'll give it to Greg and Bubba. <laughs> I'm uh, going with it. I'm going with it. All right, so oh, uh, I'm waiting till I got a ponytail. So anyway, it looks like that that case is going to happen in October, uh, and uh, so it looks like Laughlin will go to what they're calling the trial of her life. Mm. Uh, Bubba, in a Sorry, shocker, and a shocker on this update. Well, I guess there is no charge you can bring when you start not being specific. No charges to be filed against the California man. Who went shopping in a KKK hood? Good, Bubba. Night. You're going to love this statement. Uh, pers- the guy says, "Look, I was wearing the hood. I wasn't intended to, for it to be any kind of racial statement." <laughs> what uh, in the world? You know, we've all pretty much established that the Klan hood, <laughs> yeah. the, the Klan yeah. hood, it's just, just going to carry some racial connotations uh, with it. I don't know that you can just flip that switch off. Uh, <laughs> you know, if he'd have, if he'd have made a bandana out of the rebel flag, you might have you an argument, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but I don't think the full hood of the KKK Rick, is going to. Uh, I, now, Rick, did he just make that? That doesn't even look like an official one. Yeah, you he know? Was, well, that looks yeah, like a pillowcase he cut the eye holes in or something. I'm gonna tell you though, his his pointy top is pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's pretty solid. <laughs> it is. Rick, was, what is that? One of the things you decorate a cake with? Probably, what is that? Yeah. He don't like know, to be told what to do, Rick. So he said he just. Protesting. Yeah, I understand. He said he said it was it, it was a mask and it was stupid, but it was not uh, intended to be a racial statement. Well, Rick, okay, I got bad buddy. news for him. If you want to argue, you know, people say cotton's racist yeah. and all this. I'll argue with you on that. Sure. I'll even the 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 rebel flag. You know, depending on how it's used, there's people do use it for hate. That hood is one hundred percent racism. It's one, never been used for anything else. One hundred percent. Like you said, people can debate the Confederate flag. They can certainly debate cotton. I think that's silly. <laughs> the Klan hood. We and know mask, the team you're playing for. Yeah, that that's there's no doubt. We, we've all agreed that's a racial statement. <laughs> mm. You know, I, I there's just, never they, been a group they, that have that hood on and they they're out working never. to help race. No, you no, know what I mean? Never. No, no. We said in the kickoff hour. You know, if you got a maroon hat on. And you could say, I wonder if that's Texas A&M or Mississippi State. Right. Yeah. You don't have to do that with this. No, no. you don't. No, you you don't. know 100%. Uh, has anybody ever said, you know, I, honestly, I've met some of the Klan, and they just don't seem racist. No. I mean, is that not a racist organization. <laughs> it's a social club. <laughs> oh, so anyway, the, he, but no the charges. Said, um, the uh, man said that uh, it wasn't racist because he has one black friend, so he can't be racist. Oh, that's right. That's, that's, right. Right. that's always the defense. Okay. I got tons right. of and, and the man's uh, the man's mailman was not available for comment. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Adler at rickandbubba.com. <laughs> good one. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, it was well, uncomfortable. I mean, Rick, but I don't mean nothing racist. Greg, Greg, uncomfortable, but good. I'm not here uh, right now. But yeah. anyway, uh, Colorado Restaurant. That hosted a large Mother's Day uh, uh, celebration closed down by the health department. They say that there were just too many people. Uh, they were supposed to be limiting businesses in Colorado to takeout and delivery services during the pandemic. CNC Coffee and Kitchen drew hundreds of people on Sunday for Mother's Day, and it appeared, Bubba, are you ready? And here comes all the Mrs. Kravitz out there that social distancing was not enforced. <laughs> Right. You know, you know what I did yesterday because I don't want to. I, I just, I just don't want to be a Mrs. Kravitz. Okay, 
and I know I'm dating myself. It's from the sitcom Bewitched. <laughs> so I'm in the store, was it yesterday or in the last few days? And it clearly they try to do the one-way thing, one-way, wrong way down the aisle. And I look up, and there's, there's an elderly woman rocking her mask, and she's coming the wrong way. I didn't even say a word to her. You know why? Because there was plenty of room for you both of us. You didn't help her out, Rick? It was fine. I didn't tell her she was going the wrong way. Okay. She had a mask on? I, yeah. I think some Was of, it a good one or just one of them nah, surgical masks? It was surgical. But, but here's the thing. Yeah, I just, I, I know, I'm just saying I just don't want to participate in that. Yeah. You know, I just I got to go out and you know, use common sense. If somebody's doing something dangerous, sure. But there's some people that want to go out and just just do the typical by the rules and by what's on the floor. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it right, and I can't wait to tell you. Right. Yeah. By the way, it's very confusing too because I notice what some people do because you don't think these things through, and they're just trying to get everybody off their back. Put the signs down. <laughs> and what happens is if you're going down an aisle at a grocery store, the way that it says one way. But you get three quarters of the way down, and you realize you missed the rice. Yeah. Then you turn around and go back. Right. Somebody, right. somebody sees you. Hey, man, you can go in the right way. Well, no, I came the right way. I just have. I'm doubling back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, but they didn't see you come in no, the right uh, way, so they think you just and how about have this? gone down the whole here's another, here's another thing. Hey, here, hey, shut up. Don't, don't be in here pointing <laughs> everybody in Tattletown. If I'm doing something dangerous, coughing on people, right. hey, you whatever. You think you're a PC privilege character? Is that it? No, I think they I'm all the rules. Burgess, you know, is that it? I, well, it's not a rule. It's a suggestion. Yeah, it's not. A just law. do what I do. Hey, Rick. How about this? It's not a law. Hold your breath yeah. when you go by people. Yeah. It's, it's not a law. Many people need to hear that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a law. I, how about this? I, I'm I, I like being free. Am I crazy? <laughs> I, I I love freedom. Am I the only one that loves it? I mean, it's a. Uh, if, I'm not going to put anybody in danger. Some of this stuff is up there to minimize, which is fine, and we should all do the best we can with it. But this pointing and tattletelling, and there's two people in an aisle, and the guy was three quarters of the way down. He just doubled back for the rice. Yeah, you know, he did go the right way. He's not close to anybody. He's the only one in the aisle, but right. you. Yeah, there's no. You're not putting anybody in danger. Leave him alone. Yeah. Okay. It's it's stupid. <laughs> and uh, so anyway. I was in two big box stores yesterday, and everybody behaved for the most part, as mm-hmm. far as that goes. Like no tattle. T- I got a couple looks about probably about the way I was wearing my mask, yeah. because at some point I was in a place that requires you to wear a mask yesterday, and didn't like it at all. Didn't like the way it felt, looked. I'm not talking about the way on my face. I'm just talking about just seeing everybody in a mask. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. The mask itself, it was one of those sure enough N95s that you I had for yard work. And 30 minutes into the trip, I could hardly breathe because it's killing. I mean, it was, I it was awful. Yeah. It was hot. I was felt, I mean, it was just, thankfully, I didn't have glasses on or they'd have been fogged they'd fog up. up. <laughs> Finally, I took one strap and removed it to kind of give me some relief. It was still on the right way, but it, was, it wasn't choking my face. And Not I a saw a couple choke. people looking at me like, this idiot don't even know how to wear a mask. <laughs> well, yeah, I felt like that. You another know? Thing, everybody was nice. Well, everybody was, another thing, for us to go in and out of a place as quickly as possible, you know, which means that your my wife didn't send you there, because what my my wife will do if I don't get a list, she'll text some items, and then as I'm in the store, and usually about the time I'm about to check out, she'll, te- she'll text one more. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. but she wants to wait till I'm already putting stuff on the conveyor <laughs> sure. belt. You know what I mean? And and the, and Life Three Sixty has killed the lie on that. Right, you're right. I'm not there anymore. Hey, I've already left. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, I'm already in the parking lot. Babe. But but see, think about this. What if you have a mask on? For an eight to ten hour shift, yeah. Oh, That's it's tough. killing Amanda. Amanda's yeah. like, this is it's awesome. So, so, yeah. so I've I noticed some of these him. people in grocery stores, which is different than medical, but yeah. still in grocery stores. And I don't blame them. I look 
Yeah, periodically they pull them down. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, they got to breathe. I mean, they, they got to breathe. <laughs> they got. <laughs> or sometimes they'll forget. They'll to be breathe. Cha- sometimes they'll forget and they'll be checking people out with it down. But that's all right. You know what I mean? I'm Are they behind plexiglass now? One of the places, yes. The other place, no. That I went in yesterday. I wish I had one of them big blow up things. You know, I showed you. It looked like you're walking in a telephone booth and I could go in there with it. Yeah, put you in one of those giant plastic balls you can roll through. Yeah. We do have an update on the Georgia shooting case. The man who shot the video that is bringing these men to trial speaks out we'll talk about that when we come back rick and bubba rick and bubba Hurrah! Right. this is r lee ermy better known as gunnery sergeant hartman i am listening to the rick and bubba show two fine outstanding young american heart chargers here we go. 22 minutes past the hour. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up at the bottom of the hour. So another update that we had for you that we just ran out of time, and probably you want to spend more time on this one too because it's uh, a horrifying story. And this is involving the Georgia shooters and taking the life of Ahmad Arbery. And you remember there, a lot of people were talking about the video that has really led to an indictment and for these men to be arrested even though this was an incident that took place in February. Um, and then all the speculation started about the man who took – a person, because we didn't even know if it was a man or a woman, who took the video that we all have now seen over and over again and are just uh, horrified by what we're seeing. Well, finally, this man is going to speak, and is going to speak for himself. Uh, he certainly is being investigated, as you could imagine. William Bryan uh, is his name. And he sat down to talk with, uh, we think, Fox 30? Yeah, C- CBS 47, Fox 30. So there's some kind of combo there. How I don't know. How can you know. have a combo? CBS well, I mean, some, some of them do. I, mean, yeah. There's, there's, okay. uh, yeah. I think it's Bridget Matter is who though. the reporter is um, that's going to bring us the story. All right, so here it is. Behind the disturbing viral video that broke the Ahmad Arbery case wide open is speaking out only to Action News Jacks. On February 23rd, William Bryan, who goes by Roddy, recorded Ahmad Arbery running in the Satilla Shores neighborhood and the shooting that killed him. Bryan and his fiance sat down with me for about 45 minutes amid death threats that forced them out of their home. Are you scared? I'd be, yes, if I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't scared. I mean, if that's what they wanted to do was scare me, they scared me. The Georgia Bureau of Investigations is investigating Brian to determine if he will also face charges. I truthfully need to be cleared of this because I had nothing to do with it. Um, I'm trying to get my life back to normal and it's been smeared for the last week. In the initial police report, Gregory McMichael told officers Arbery was running in one direction and quote, Roddy attempted to block him, which was unsuccessful. Brian's attorney, Kevin Goff, would not allow his client to answer my questions about his involvement in the case, including how he ended up driving behind Arbery recording. Was your client trying to intercept Mr. Arbery? My client was responding to what he saw, which was someone in the community that he didn't know uh, being followed by a vehicle that he recognized. Goff says he was working on his front porch when he saw Arbery and the McMichaels go down his road. Some people who have seen the video asked if Brian was also armed because of a clicking sound you can hear. Goff says Brian was not armed. That video 
is the evidence of what took place that day. What happened after the video stopped is unknown. Brian stayed on scene and was cooperative with police. He did not call 911 and says he does not have a relationship with the McMichaels. Do you have a, anything to say to Ahmad's family? Yes, I'm very, very sorry for your loss. I, I don't know what else to say. I know there's nothing else I can say. I'm very sorry for your loss. So he he's saying he's not involved. His 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 lawyer seems to say that he was he saw what was taking place and he got in his car because it was in his neighborhood and he wanted to see what was going on. I guess where I'm a little confused and 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 this didn't really answer it. If you were questioned by police at the scene, did you not let them know you had a video that you videotaped the whole thing? Why why are we just now seeing the video? There's just a lot of there's a lot of missing pieces to this, and that's why hopefully, when a thorough investigation is done, we will know the evidence a lot better. But it's uh, you know there's there's people who obviously have agendas. Uh, and we just got to be sure we get to the truth, the real truth, backed up by evidence. Yeah, and and, and we don't need to. Everybody needs to settle. I thought, yeah. you know, he's saying he wasn't involved, but there's still there's but still more questions. How come yesterday? Maybe it was falsely reported. We were told he released it anonymously because he thought it would clear the guys. Yeah, now that story was out there. I did read yeah, it was that yesterday yeah. because he thought he thought it showed that there was self defense. Mm. Yeah, and that he did it anonymously at first. And that he thought it showed that that they didn't, you know, that they were defending right. themselves. Now, I, that was reported. Now, no. now, now he didn't sound like that when he's no. no. Both, with, both of, now that may before he got that yeah. bowl haircut. I yeah, don't know. Right, right. There well, it is. Yeah, there's uh, waiting on that. Well, that's that's what happens when you, you know, in a in a pandemic. Right. Somebody, wow. somebody steps up to cut your hair. And, right. Yeah. You you see that he finally he know he was going to be on. You TV. see he finally right. gave in and let somebody yeah. cut his hair. Yeah. Uh, whose expertise okay. involved involved the bowl? But let let me say this. Colander. All, all of you, all of what you're saying is correct. However, you can kind of debunk that story yesterday because if his intention was to clear the McMichael family, he would have said on the scene, I have the video. Oh, yeah. You make oh, a great sure. point. Yeah. He said he stayed on the scene right. and cooperated with the police, but video was never mentioned. So if the video was to clear them, wouldn't you have given it to the police right then and said, here's what you need to know. Here's what happened right here. Well, I, from what the story said, he, he was holding it, and then once the rumors got going and there was a disagreement about what happened, he thought he would put this out to set the record straight and clear them. But now— But when I'm watching it, I don't—you know, again, I don't see how they're arriving I, I, at that conclusion. I know? still don't understand how you don't give that video to the cops. I don't yeah. know. They yeah. show up. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I got it right Minutes. Here. Guys, you ain't going to believe what I got right in here. In full yeah. transparency, hey, you're investigating this. I have footage. Yeah. Here it is. Oh, unless, when they're looking for witnesses, I go, boy, I got something better than a witness. Unless, yeah. unless, unless, and we'll get to the end of it, he released it anonymously because he gave it to the police, and he's wondering why they never used it. That's why, possible. Why, why he's never seen it. Possible, yeah. Because uh, actually, wasn't it the one of the attorneys for the family that released it officially? That's what the report said of one of the stories we read. Yeah, it got confusing. <laughs> or I thought he... they, they thought it would exonerate. Did we leave this update of him I saying I wasn't involved in this in any way? That's what he's saying. And then his lawyer, all he gave us was he saw what was happening, so he got in his car to document it 
because he wasn't sure what was going on that was in his neighborhood. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that where we are today? Yep. But he didn't know that Mc, the McMichaels. That's what he says. Claims they're not. And what is it? So initial- why would he have gone and followed them if he didn't know who it was? Well, right. I guess in his neighborhood, he saw Runner. He knew the things about the break-ins. He saw people pursuing. And I guess he was trying to figure out, hey, what, what's going on here? I mean, I guess that's what he's, that's what I took away. I'm with you. I think that's got some issues with it. But, uh, but Maybe look, he thought I, he was going to be ridiculed by filming it but not doing anything about it, like maybe. not going up there. And, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if, if – I mean, there's some questions you want to answer, but I don't know if that should really be the focus of all of this. Yeah, The focus is what's on the footage yeah. right. and the fact we've got somebody dead. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba show. Bubba. Thank you for being with us. How about this? Are you paying too much for insurance? You're thinking to yourself right now, well, Rick, I hope I'm not. You know you could find out. And and you may find out that you're you got you got the best rate out there. And if you find that out, that's great. Uh, but gobby.com slash Bubba. When I say Gobby, I'm saying G-A-B-I. Gobby.com slash Bubba. Brand new sponsor teaming up with Rick and Bubba. Bubba, they listened. They heard us say, look, now more than ever, you need to be marketing. You need to be letting people know what you're doing. It's time. Uh, gobby.com. Here's what they do. You can check out and see if the rate that you're paying right now for the exact same coverage I mean, the coverage you have right now, are you getting the best rate? Well, Rick, how can gobby.com slash Bubba help me? I'll tell you how. They take the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you apples-to-apples comparisons of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, all the biggies, and many others. All you do is you just link your current insurance account, and in about two minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage that you currently have. Uh, gobby.com slash Bubba customers are saving an average of $825 a year. Uh, and we love it too. You can't find, uh, if, if you can't find, you know, savings and, and you look and you say, looks like I got the best rate. Doesn't that feel good too? And, and they'll never sell your information. So there's going to be no spam or robo calls. It's totally free too. All you do is just use it. Take two minutes today to see how much you can save on your car and homeowner's insurance by going to gobby.com slash Bubba. Are you paying too much? Find out. Gobby.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com there under the sponsors button. And we welcome gobby.com slash Bubba to the Rick and Bubba family. All right. So the next thing that Americans are now being made to be terrified of, of course, is the murder hornet. Yes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The murder hornet. Greg, Greg, listen to this. Here's how the headlines work in our new propaganda world. And now that Americans, we're afraid of everything now. Sure. Murder hornet kills man. Well, in Spain, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I right. mean, and, and look, I certainly wish the people of Spain no 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 harm. I mean, I've never been to Spain. I kind of like the music, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I've never been to Spain. But um, and I certainly don't wish them any ill will. But you know, we're talking about one person stung on their eyebrow mm-hmm. while messing around with a with a um, a wasp nest that was close to a beehive that he owned, um, and of course, it killed him. They have a very dangerous sting, um, and uh, but um, 
It's in Spain. I mean, it, it, it's too it, far away. And, and, and it's one, and we've got them in Washington State, but that's too far away, too. Look, I may <laughs> get a little concerned if you got a call from Gary down hey, in Chilton County and somebody hey, had been killed. Hey, maybe. We got, hey, we got murder hornets calling. <laughs> that's what I wanted. That's what it would sound like. <laughs> but, you know, that was one of my very first messages ever for Gary. Hey, we got bees calling. <laughs> Can you give me more information? But, but you know, uh, we have people die of bee stings. Every day, yep. every yeah, yep, we do. We pit some are allergic, and any and like we were told, <laughs> what did you, what'd you just say? Allergic? You say people are allergic? <laughs> yeah. I said some are allergic. You, you yeah, some shortened people. Yeah. some yeah. people, kind of mumbled it, and it sounded like something else. Yeah. And it wasn't too terrible. Well, anyway, but some are allergic, but the point is, like we they used to tell us, because <laughs> we would get, we were I, thought, the, I thought that's what you do once you get stung. That's a joke. We were told if you were stung above the neck, you you had to go to the doctor. Right, it was a doctor's case. That's right. If you get stung anywhere else, you don't. My point is. He could have got stung by a red wasp, and it might have killed him. That guy right. might have been no, allergic right. to him. But, Greg, you know, no, we got to blow it up and say the old killer murder. Well, I mean, goodness gracious, it's called a murder hornet. Yeah, can I tell all of you out there something? Listen to me right now. you got a lot of things you need to be concerned about. The murder hornet can't even get on the list right now. It can't even get on the list. Well, Rick, don't don't about- allow murder hornet hysteria come into your life you don't have room for it now think about what we've I, mean, had. I don't think it's news i don't think that's international news i don't either we've had it may be science news that it's out there but you know rick think about this we've had coronavirus and everything that went with it now we've been told about the second wave right you got and then mutations coming you don't forget that oh sure then we have the mystery disease that is affecting kids that we think is tied to the coronavirus. Remember, we got that. Mm-hmm. So if that, if that hasn't got you enough, what about oversized <laughs> killer hornets? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if that don't get you, how about well. y'all want numbers? Listen to this. Mm-hmm. Average, on average, since 2000, from 2000 to 2017, 62, on average, deaths per year from hornet, wasp, and bee stings in the United because States. Because of allergic reactions? 62? Yes. 62 per year. It's not a lot. Mm-mm. A lot of folks, but it happens. Three hundred something million. I know, but it does happen on but Greg's point. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, you, it, so we we know. So this is this every, many, every week many, we're doing a show. Somebody's dying. Yeah. yeah. How many people? Yeah. How many people die every year in the U.S. with a food allergy? Yeah. Peanuts or milk yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, you really, got to look at all of them. All you're yeah. really saying is the murder hornet. If you're susceptible to being to die from a sting, you don't want the murder hornet to sting you. Okay. Especially on your eyebrow. Yeah. Especially above your shoulders. How about this? Didn't know this. 80% of the people who die from wasp or bee stings are men. Hmm. Well, you know why? Because men are messing around yeah, with bees. Yeah, Women don't there. go out there and mess around with a wasp nest. That's true. Well, no, they're not saying that. They're saying 80 people that 80% of die. the people who die mm-hmm. are men. Yeah. Well, I, I, think find out people men I think you'd find it out does. more men, I think you'd find out more men get stung. That, that gets our number one. Yeah. Probably so. Yeah, there's I, probably something yeah, to that. Yeah, if you look overnight, I bet there ain't many women in there. There's uh, a Twitter account out there that actually says, um, I think its title is something like "Reasons <laughs> Reasons Women Live Longer Than Men," and it's a bunch of men doing stupid things. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> funny too. That's one hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, so I just can't get murder hornet on my list of concerns. I just can't. Not and yet. It, and it may get me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yet. It may yeah. get me. I mean, and if it does, got to get a little closer. It's gonna have to work. Yeah, to get yeah. me, I, I'm, I just, not, I'm not going. You know, I'm not going to be a beekeeper. No, no. I just googled eight surprisingly uh, common causes of death that sound like freak accidents mm-hmm. over a ten year span. Uh, it says contact with powered lawnmower nine hundred and fifty one. Wow, deaths. my goodness! Fall involving ice skates, skis, roller skates, or skateboards one thousand one hundred and thirty nine. Mm. Fall from a tree 
1,413. Crawl, uh, caught, crushed, jammed, or pinched in or between objects, 1,842. That nearly happened to you. Yeah, it did. Oh, says, constipation, two thousand one hundred and sixty-seven. That nearly that happened. That hurt. <laughs> did you? By the way, keep in mind, constipation. Did you say constipation? Did, yeah. Is that just in our country or worldwide? Uh, let's see here. Hold on. That's some big numbers. Uh, I'm gonna have to check. That's it. what got us. Food allergies yeah. in America. This would include food allergies, uh, reaction to medicines, and or insect stings. Five per day mm. in the U.S. Five Good per gracious. day. Mm. Rick, and those are CDC totals from Americans. And that was, like, no, like no, I no, said, about 10 no, 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 to 12 no, 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 years. No, 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 that's the way you said per day. Ten, uh, 10 to 12 years. Uh, okay, so that's not, uh, not yearly. No, it's not driving yearly. Point home. I'll tell me? you what I want to know. I want to know what you knew and when you per knew. Per day. I heard that on a newscast <laughs> today. They were talking about the, that whole uh, Careful, buddy. Not afraid to murder hornet. Hey. I mean, you know how many? <laughs> Five per day. Yeah. Five Look, and then I keep my mouth open. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, by the way, barbershops are operation. Let me go to this I'm again. going pony. Some, somebody, g- somebody give me the population of Japan. I need population of Japan. All right. Somebody give me population Ooh, of Japan. Give it to us in that voice. <laughs> in that voice. Uh, 126.5 million. Those are 2018 numbers. All right, murder hornet kills 50 people a year in Japan out of 150 million. So what? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I wish it wouldn't happen, but I mean, I'm See, sure in, in Japan you can't even get to murder hornet concern. No. I mean, it's just, I mean. So I well, just, I'm I'm yeah, just right, right, right at 127 million. Wow. 127 million people, and 50 of them have to worry about the murder hornet every year. <laughs> I, there, we got a lot more things to worry about. Yeah. And, and the murder hornet. I, the, it's the, getting a lot of press lately. Yeah. The old murder hornet. Well, you hey, know what? It's big, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what he will do. He'll rip through a colony of dang honeybees. Unless mm-hmm. they learn. Unless yeah. they, well, that's the Japanese ones. They've adapted. They've the American ones don't know yet. But they will. They will. Well, I don't know. Maybe American bees are puds like the rest of America. <laughs> Rick, you ready? you ready for this stat? They kill... A bee every 14 seconds. That was a stat we had. Greg, when he gets mm-hmm. in the house. Wonder how many bees they kill? 14 bees a second. Greg, can keep my mouth open. <laughs> it was the pause. Five I mean, you brought it home. It was a great delivery. Five. It was. It just caught me off. I was scared for a minute. And that star crunch <laughs> half eaten right there beside him just, it makes it even better. <laughs> Well, but that star crunch has it's been in been there, in there for years. Oh since 18. Guys, years. Put it this way, the coronavirus was not even in existence. <laughs> Bubba, I think I star, saw that box of star crunch in 2011. I think it was just straight up. I think it was our last big ice over, whatever, we went to the store and bought it. <laughs> I mean, they don't, go, they don't go bad, so you're good. <laughs> He's taking a hey, Greg, Greg, know how long that star crunch is? 2011. <laughs> Your phone calls, we come back. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG's our number. Phone calls are standing by, and we'll, we'll chat with you. We go to Washington State, where Justin is standing by, gripped in fear over the murder hornet. Justin, welcome. How are you today, bud? I'm doing great. Uh, monkey grass and green acres, guys. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, 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 go ahead. 
so I just want to comment on the uh, murder hornet. <clears throat> I live in the state of Washington where we have it, and there's been about two locations found on the far west side. I live more on the eastern side of the state, and I work in agriculture, so I have a higher chance of being exposed and you know, I'm getting through the day every day, not worried about it. <clears throat> Wouldn't be it. <laughs> Justin, let me ask you this, because I, I appreciate you you know, realizing the odds of you being killed by the murder hornet are practically none. Would you let the murder hornet sting you if it would instantly make you exempt to the COVID-19 virus? Sure. Why not? Let's give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do you get the show in Washington State? Um, I usually listen to you guys on the podcast. I was just up early enough to catch you on uh, YouTube today. Ah, oh, great. All right. Well, well thanks. Be for- careful up there. You guys, uh, y'all have had a lot going on up there. I this mean, year. did you come from uh, uh, one of our markets or did you just randomly find us? Yeah, I grew up in Alabama okay. and I moved here for a job. Got it. Perfect. All right. Man, thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate you calling. We continue. 866 We Be Big. Justin and Kalira. Justin, go ahead. Green Acres, guys. Go ahead. Hey, I was going to see if we could get confused American talking to us about the murder hornet. So what would be the angle here about the, the murder hornet? Uh, the uh, I guess just wondering why they're here, how they got here, and and how we better all stay away from them. Uh, yeah, mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I'm not sure that really fits Confused American because Confused American mm-hmm. doesn't seem to understand something that's very simplistic. Right. You know, yeah. he doesn't know how things well, work. I, what, what, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to just really mm-hmm. stretch here. What about Confused Americans? They can't figure out why everybody's not giving it more. 50 J- Japanese die Amer- every year. Really doesn't have work. 100, 100, like how about this? 127 like, million. Because they don't realize how important it is. Yeah. I mean, why my more people 50 care? Die how about I mean, this? I don't the, know. The murder, hornet, the murder hornet is actually giving people the coronavirus. Mm. That's what mm. confused American thinks. Yeah, we, we could throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, eyes. Please look at eyes. Hey, it's killed 50 people in Japan. He ain't take out nobody in Washington State yet. We better do something about this murder hornet. <laughs> Somebody said he gave us COVID nineteen. <laughs> so I mean, something along those lines. Bad, right, and right, yeah, because it, yeah, I think the murder part you we could really go off of because people hear that and they think it's murdering humans, yeah, and it's yeah. not. It's murdering other bees. That's right. why it's called the murder hornet. Right. Wait a minute. You mean the name murder in there ain't because it's murdering murdering humans? <laughs> there we go. That's it. Well, who's he murdering? <laughs> <laughs> One guy in Spain, evidently. Oh, there you are. Yeah, but gave that guy a zip. <laughs> we continue. Tyler, all right, am I the only one? Okay, and I'm no, and I'm watching because it's different places. This show seems to attract the name Tyler. We get a tremendous amount of yeah, Tyler calls. We do. Bubba, you had you one said was angry. Tyler numbers were up. Oh yeah, our Tyler numbers are way up. We've been marketing to Tyler's everywhere. <laughs> we have. It's, yeah. it, it's kind of underlying to your subconscious. Right, but right. We had a lot of Davids. Now Tyler's taking it over. Tyler, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Because of Larry. Hey, um, I got. I just had a question. I've been listening to you guys on and off for some years, and I just had a question. What is the uh, the history of the show? I guess like who came, like Rick, Bubba, Speedy. Like who's been there the longest? Uh, I started listening. I guess around when y'all brought Greg on. What's the oh wow? I saw the YouTube video. Uh, 
I thought a YouTube video, I guess Greg offended the blind people, and that is like one of my awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Greg one, blind people zero? I got wrote that letter. I love Greg yeah, offends. Yeah, yeah. That's a long list. Well, uh, yeah, so what's the, I was just wondering what the history of, like, who's been there the longest. Okay. I guess how you guys, yeah, that's all. All right, I'll give you a nutshell. So Bubba and I knew each other in, in college. We had heard of each other because of his cousins who play football with Greg and, uh, and me. Uh, and we met each other in college. Bubba went into engineering. I went into being on the air. We both were working in radio. Uh, I was doing an afternoon show that then went to a morning show. And then Bubba got me hired at a station where he was engineering. Uh, then I started talking to him on the air, uh, and it really started kind of working. And he was kind of a character. Then in 94, we said, let's be co-host, Rick and Bubba. So Bubba and I have been with the Rick and Bubba show the entire time, obviously. Speedy has been with us, I think, the entire time, except for maybe one year. Yeah, about six, six eight months. months. Yeah, six six months. or eight months, then Speedy came on. I was in the building, though. I was doing afternoon drive. It's Kevin Galloway. Yeah. Kevin Galloway. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then Don Juan DeMarco Williams was uh, an intern who became an employee, and he was with us for ever how Greg, see, out of the 26 years, you've been here how long? 12. Ooh. So he was here 13 years. Uh, working with the Rick and Bubba show, and then Greg uh, was added, and who came next? We all know Adler what that's Hams. about. Hams, Hams, Me. Hams came next. I'm one year behind Greg. Yeah, and then Adler came after that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of how it all. Greg, are you 13 years or 12? 12. It'll be 13 in August. Okay, so it'll right. be 12. And then, and then Ryan Greenwood was with us. I guess probably around maybe 14 years, somewhere in there. Yeah, part time for mm-hmm. a long time, and then full time for a little bit. So so that's it. There's really only been. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of turnover. You know, we've all pretty been here for a long time. Uh, but thanks for thanks for the question. Uh, and of course, if you've never read the book "We Be Big," it lays out the entire history. Oh yeah, got and it laid we out. We be big. It's been suggested. I didn't. I didn't bring it up. I thought it. You know, Andy Andrews, and I think, and I could be com- completely wrong about this. There's others, including John Maxwell, that think it should be a textbook in schools. Uh, that'd be Mc, yeah. McPippet. She yeah. felt that way. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was John Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Did we find out was she was she stranded at sea? Oh, with I'm some sure of those cruise ships. At one right. point. Wow, can you feel sorry for the person that's stranded in there with her? Oh. I love her death, but my goodness, she can talk. <laughs> she can. <laughs> that's the ultimate Greg comment right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's like a spice. A little bit's great. Yeah. Uh, the uh, we continue. <laughs> I've got something funny to tell y'all about this. She's, she's in a good mood too much. Yeah, Alan. <laughs> Well, God forbid that happens. Nobody, that ain't real. That can't be real. That's a negative to Greg. You're in a good mood. That's a negative. I know She's so- just too damn happy. <laughs> Greg, I've got another thing, a Greg prediction for tomorrow's show, and I know I'm right. I mean, I would if somebody said you're gonna let it ride. I say I let it ride. I 100 percent I know I'm right, but I'm gonna ask you tomorrow. Okay, okay. we don't have time. All right, Alan in North Carolina. Alan, go ahead. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, how old were y'all when y'all played the last game of pylon in the front yard? Oh, I used to love pylon. I, I was probably a little older than I needed. Yeah, me too. I, I think I was actually twenty. Was 20- involved? Yeah. <laughs> I think I was 28. <laughs> uh, it was like last Christmas. Well, <laughs> somebody got to roughing up, and also before you knew it was a pig pile. When was, Greg, when was Greg's bachelor party? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so oh, we continue. Uh, <laughs> Dylan in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Dylan, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Good. Yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, I had a question about the Watergate uh, comments Trump made uh, Mother's Day. I was just wondering what all y'all know. Uh, if, do you if mean anything? Do you mean Obamagate? 
Yeah, Obama. Yeah, yeah you said Watergate, and yeah. I didn't know if it's he... easy to get your gates confused. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm honestly out of the loop on that. I have no idea. I, I didn't hear the comment. Just talking about with Flynn and Obama gate and all that. Yeah, I, I didn't hear the comments. So I really don't know. Well, it's just I, they they keep digging to see where all these, you know, what the chain of command was on this idea to fly to uh, to to frame uh, Flynn. So yeah, and so you're saying that's becoming something people that's are what calling Trump is a, has rel- oh, I called it. He's Obama named it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet he has. He's sure. been known to name something. Yes, he has. Yeah. This is what I told y'all. This is what it's like to have Greg as president. Yeah. <laughs> Top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. You can find out everything you possibly ever want to know at rickandbubba.com. If we're wrapping up our time together, Lord willing, we'll chat with you tomorrow. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.